when you were like, that's my wife. <laughs> it's on Twitter. That, that made me laugh. That's my wife. <laughs> my wife. I love that. Like, like what difference does it make? <laughs> It was a John so Mulaney well. reference. It was. Uh, oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. He just delivers yeah. it so well. It's hard. Mm-hmm. To, it's hard to resist. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. True. Yeah. So we're here to talk about chicken sandwiches. Chicken sandwich. Yes. Welcome to the show, everyone. Yeah. So we're gonna get this out of the way. You guys want to be on the episode <laughs> because you know there was there was some concern. About Lex's well-being before we get to the damn sandwich. There was some concern about Lex's well-being because of the Hurricane Dorian. And it's more mm-hmm. like Borean because it totally missed you guys. Oh, yeah. It's killed multiple people in the Bahamas. Yeah. Miss Matt. Okay. That, yeah. Okay. I retract my joke. <laughs> um, see, I can see how that works, politicians. You can pull that shit back. Just apologize and say, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologize. I didn't realize <laughs> the effect. Let me tell you some bullshit real quick, right? So there's okay. a Twitter account. Um, what is it? Let me tell you some bullshit. There's Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> this this Twitter account, Theme Park Rides, or the, no, Theme Park Reviews, that's what it was. So they mm-hmm. were bitching basically about the fact that Starbucks chose to close locations in Orlando because it looked like Dorian was going to hit. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, and so Starbucks you know, let people know ahead of time. And they put up a little nice sign. It was like, you know, due to, uh, you know, people and their families having to get ready for this storm, we're going to shut down our locations uh, temporarily over the next few days. For some reason, theme park reviews, who I just go to to see if I should check out a fucking roller coaster, uh, (laughs) decided to get pissy about it and go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, this doesn't make any sense. Why are you guys closed? Every other business in the mall is open. It's like, okay, I can That's see. That's also not true. I'm So Orlando <laughs> is right in smack dab in the middle of Florida, so they were going to be affected way heavier, and they canceled my school right. over wow. the weekend. So, yeah. like, today there were – I didn't have a class today, but there were no classes today. Okay. Even online school, they can't make you, like, participate. It's really yeah. weird. Wow. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's just, it's its a reasonable reaction, mm-hmm. you know. Right, to because keep you have to do safe. prep. Like, yeah. It's intense. It's not just pick up and go. Nobody lives like that, you know. So uh, it's its kind of wild, though, that this theme park review Twitter account decided uh-huh. to make a stand to say, oh, I didn't get my fucking uh, pumpkin spice latte. I'm pissed. And the world needs to know from yeah. my corporate account, not just like, Rob's personal account or Joey's personal account or whatever the fuck their names are and just like you know say it to he wanted to make sure all 100,000 of their followers knew that he was upset yeah and either way it's really it's like it's one thing to just view it as a corporation but it's really disrespectful to all of the people that work for that corporation it is and I don't think Starbucks is perfect but I have heard some decent things in the past about them helping out employees in situations like that. So good right. on them for you canceling wanna, it. You want to err on the side of caution. That's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. I applaud that. And the storm is was no joke. And, yeah. you know, you had to take it seriously. I got worried end of last week was when I started to get a little bit worried because it looked like it was coming straight at us. Yeah. Now, we would have had – because I'm on the I'm in the Tampa Bay area, so I'm on the West Coast. I always do East Coast, West Coast, get it confused. Because I'm like I'm on, on the 
East Coast. Um, I, I'm on the West Coast of Florida, though. So mm. it would have gone through land, broken up quite a bit, and then been like Cat 1, Cat 2 levels Storms. when it hit me. Yeah. yeah. Which is not something you joke about, but like, it's you still take it seriously. I thought, okay, we're going to lose power for several days, mm-hmm. which is what happened last year with... Right. Uh, I don't. I can't remember the names at this point. I think it might have been Irma. I don't know. It's there's so many of them. There's yeah. a lot, yeah. But you know, my my deepest condolences to those who are affected by this. Absolutely. And you know, there are many ways that folks can help out uh, if if you uh, desire. Uh, I know Red Cross has already said that they could use some some help. So mm-hmm. just you know, check out and see where the need lies, and just do your part as a human being to be a good to be a good person. And yeah, do, at do the very can. least, don't be shitty about it. Just because it didn't hit the U.S. doesn't mean, like, or so far it hasn't really done a lot of damage to the U.S. does not mean that it isn't a huge fucking deal. Exactly. That's the part right. that drives me nuts, is that they don't, like, is that is the kind of celebration of, like, it didn't hit us. I'm like, it devastated the Bahamas. Like, exactly. Yes. Right. not care about a bunch of people on an island just because they're not exactly like you and in your country. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. It's a wild thing that type of attitude i just don't understand you know and it's definitely it's hard to say okay it's obviously racist i mean you can't you can't even mince words about it because you look at something like that that happens in the bahamas and the people who were very much affected actual people and then you look at a fucking church burning down that no one was in Mm -hmm. i yeah i would have I might have disagreed with you had I not been a kid living in a hurricane area when I watched what went down with Katrina. Obviously, I did not live in that area. I lived in Florida. We were worried about hurricanes at the time and watched how differently the world reacted to Katrina victims versus other storms. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what's the thing in common here? And the same shit happened with uh, maybe not as bad with uh, Maria, which hit Puerto Rico. Yeah. This one, though, kind of feels like a similar thing where it's like, I'm just not care. I don't know. I Like, I would have gone, okay, I can give a little bit, a little bit of a grain of salt if they're not the U.S. So, yeah. as we, like, we know Puerto Rico is a part of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, so people did have that connection. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't really because... You know, New Orleans is a part of the U.S. and people still were like, "Yeah, I mean, it's a very obvious thing." You know, now that we're more connected than ever, it seems like it, it just makes us more and more distant, and it's weird. It's such a weird thing, but because our brains aren't meant to, to process everything that we're getting, we're getting true. way. Our brains are not advanced enough to deal with this. We're not equipped to deal with trauma on the level that we see every single day on our phone. And, I mean, everyone's like, why do we have such high suicide rates? Why do we have, you know, so many mental health issues? Why do we have this? Why do we have that? Like, everywhere in the world, not just in the U.S. Just right. We have it, particularly in the United States, we have a high suicide rate, unfortunately, with um, males. But everywhere in the world, we have mental health issues and things like that. It's always existed, but it keeps getting worse because, A, we're more informed about it, so we can diagnose people with more ease. And B, we're we're exposed to terrible things all the time. Sure. I had over the weekend someone thankfully warned, like sent out a warning, someone that 
we follow through our Instagram or uh, Twitter. And apparently, like, the guy who created Twitter, his account was hacked. Oh, wow. So so his account was hacked, Jack or whatever. His account was hacked. And I don't know if this was the hack or if he did this by choice, but he reposted a video of a woman stabbing children. What? Oh, my God. I did not. Okay, so here's the good thing. Someone warned about this and i immediately logged off for like several days kind of thing yeah but like this happened and it's like oh my god so apparently the who the guy who was like scrolling through twitter he was like with his kid like he put his kid to bed and sees this video wow and so it's like you can't yeah like i've i've had a couple times where it's like twitter and then all of a sudden you're like hardcore pornography or oh yeah you know that happens yeah i see that shit too like i as you know, follow all the DuckTales Twitter accounts and stuff like that, you know. Oh, my God. And then, I, oh no, yeah, it's about to get weird, right? Oh so, no. fucking, Fuck I'll be scrolling him. through and just seeing people with their, <laughs> seeing people with their gifts just talking about, yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. And it's like Louie and he's like, you know, making it rain or Glomgold making it rain. They do that yeah. a lot on that show, apparently. So, you know, I see that, I see that, and then, like, some bot replies to it, and all of a sudden, there's this dude just plowing into some chick, and it's yeah. like, whoa, what? what the fuck? This is, kids are looking at this shit, man, and I hate to sound like fucking, like, Maud Flanders, but, I mean, that's just, when you do that, when you program a bot, don't have it reply to the DuckTales threads or the Steven Universe threads, that's and fucked up. And, and you have, and you know that kids are on Twitter, and it drives me nuts that kids are on Twitter. They should right. not be on Twitter. Right. I was scrolling, I was scrolling through, uh, the other day, a hashtag, I'm not gonna say what the hashtag was, okay. but I was like, uh oh, you're too young, nope, out, yep. out, out. You say you were too young? <laughs> oh, they're too young. Ah. I was like, you're not, you're not in the half my age plus seven math. This is, this is, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Man, okay, but to to talk about something a little more uh, positive. I don't know. That was pretty funny to me. Can you hear me? Sorry, I, Lex you... is dead. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> No, I was I was dying over here. I was having a okay. coughing fit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the internet. I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah, when you, when you get to be a certain age, it's a coughing spell. Coughing so, spell. Yeah, yeah, I've I've, mm-hmm. I've reached that age mm-hmm. now. Got the black lung. The black. <laughs> Why well, gotta be black lung? Okay. Uh-uh. So, well, let's talk That's about what they call it. I don't know. <laughs> let's do the most hackneyed. Uh, changeover ever and talk about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, wow. That was the best. <laughs> I wanted to no, segue. I tried. There were many opportunities, but we kept going further down the rabbit hole. <laughs> so here we are. Popeye's mm-hmm. chicken sandwich. You're like a porn bot. You don't, that doesn't belong here, but yet I'm going to do it. <laughs> Hold my hat. I'm going in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Lex, you have not yet had a chicken sandwich. Ever? No. Change it. Let's change this. Up. D, you've had the chicken sandwich. <laughs> I was I was taking a drink when you asked that. I did not expect me to be drinking. So I was like, oh, you, go, uh, you go ahead and drink on D. Let's talk yeah. about the chicken sandwich. I want this chicken sandwich. I'm scared. I'm scared to go seek it out because I heard that a guy pulled a gun. That was going to be our oh, wall yes. of weird story, which I don't even have the article for. But a the guy, they yeah. said they were sold out and he pulled a gun. Yeah. 
give me the goddamn sandwich or whatever. Like, what? Come on. So Yeah. Oh yeah, I absolutely heard that story and it's it's amazing. It's it's truly amazing how psychotic people have gotten about this chicken sandwich and I gotta admit I was on the cusp because it was like way <laughs> it was being way too hyped. It was being super overhyped. That's the only thing I can say for sure that Popeye's well well that that it's gone wrong with this whole chicken sandwich. Otherwise the actual product is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> shit like man, man it's yeah. it's seriously it does live up to the hype it does live up to it but um yeah it's just it, the the problem is that Popeyes just doesn't have enough of them to go around and and people are just greedy as well and they're trying to buy up chicken sandwiches for a whole fucking week yeah like like there have been stories about people selling the sandwiches on Facebook yes for yeah. $225 right. if you buy I don't care if you buy it for the exact same price that they paid if you take a sandwich from another person <laughs> like that you have something wrong with you <laughs> They're like, yeah, you just randomly take your sandwiches from strangers. You don't know what they did to it. You don't know what's now, going on with that I sandwich. I tell you, it absolutely has ecstasy in it. Yeah, just, you know, just stop. Full stop. Man. Like, people aren't swiping wallets anymore. They're swiping sandwiches. Can you yeah. imagine just a stranger bringing a chicken sandwich to your house? Yeah. Just under... Yeah. Just, Isn't that called f- Grubhub? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And DoorDash. And DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> and Postmates and, and Postmates Uber Eats. And, Uber Eats and Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, re- I retract <laughs> that statement as well. Again, so, here so I am. So the chicken sandwich itself, it's, is it just the spicy chicken? Is there anything else on the sandwich? We had the spicy variety. We did have the spicy what, okay, variety. Okay, what's that? Yeah. Um, and you know what? A part of me feels like... Maybe they didn't put the sandwich fully together, right? Oh, really? Why do you say that? <laughs> like, uh, like, like, I, I think that there was there pickle on it. Yeah, there was okay, pickle okay, on there it. was pickle on it. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think that the the picture that I've seen so far in the commercials and everything <laughs> have have shown some lettuce on there as well. And I am totally that person that's like, okay, if I buy this sandwich, it better be aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> it better look just the same way that I saw it in the commercial or on the poster, or else you're faking this shit and I'm not yeah. down for that. So um so at first I was a little bit, you know, apprehensive because it didn't look exactly the same, but it did still look big and tempting and everything. Um it but but basically the 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 sandwich does, the spicy sandwich does have the dill pickle slices on it and there's like just this spicy sauce, like a spicy like mayo yeah. almost. Okay. Yeah. Um and then, of course, the entire, like, chicken breast is just, like, it, it's their spicy, um, their spicy version of their chicken. Oh, yeah. But nice. the, but the, um. Bone out. Yeah, bone out, right. of course. Mm-hmm. God, that would suck. Man, oh, I was going to say, look, can you imagine? A quick, a quick little side note. I was reading uh, Atlas Obscura today about, like, signature Chicago food. Okay. And they have one thing called an atomic kick, which we're going to talk about on fucking since last we spoke because this cake needs to be in our lives really uh the second thing was the bone-in pork chop sandwich have you ever had one of these what i remember growing up and that was kind of a thing where it was like a pork chop sandwich but the pork chop still had the bone in it oh my god so you had to be careful (laughs) really like pork you said you don't like pork lex no going in and out. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the best part, best part of that was hearing both of you go, oh, and then it cutting out. <laughs> it was so funny. That's funny. So, so I don't like pork chops. I barely like pork. I'm oh. not a pork person. So okay. even like barbecue, I used to get when I was younger, barbecue pork or whatever. And now I'm like, uh, like brisket's better. You don't There's mess, a lot of things you don't mess with, that sw- with that swine. I understand. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's just, you know. So, like the idea of just a pork sandwich, no appeal. The mm, idea yeah. of a pork sandwich with a freaking bone in it. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like pork pork sandwich expert mode, basically. Pretty much, because the extra crunch comes from broken teeth. Oh god, <laughs> that's what that is. Atlas Obscura. So god. yeah, I mean, are you familiar with Atlas Obscura at all? Yeah. Okay. Vaguely. Okay. I, so I know. I, I've seen I've seen the books. I've seen the literature. The literature. <laughs> the literature. So yeah, that's that's basically just all it is. It's just like random shit to do around the city if you're bored. And they have this section called Unique Food and Drink in Chicago. And one of the eight things they list, because there's only eight things. Maybe maybe they have more in the book or something like that. But it's just this nasty-ass picture of a bone-in pork chop sandwich. Oh, no. It looks... It even looks bad? It looks oh, terrible. I'm going to no. send you I'm gonna send you the picture through... Because uh, it sounds awful. Oh, and, yeah. like, describing it sounds awful. So I can't imagine... The, it, like, you would think the picture, they would be like, we got to sell this. I would take it back. It looks like something yeah. Barf would serve on... You can't do that on television. There you go. That's, that's literally it. Yeah. That's literally it. <laughs> that is gross. It's oh bad. my god! Yeah. yeah. What yeah. the hell? This is a Chicago staple. First apparently. of all, Chicago. Weird. I will say this: it's not a sandwich. Just no. because you put like like a random ass thing between bread <laughs> does not make it a sandwich. This is an abomination. Right. It's all sticking out. It's all fucked up looking. Yeah. Oh, no. God. Is so, it a whole pepper? That's a whole pepper. So they've got some what terrible kind of shit. Apparently, Alice Obscura doesn't like Chicago too much because <laughs> bone and pork chop sandwich, Malort, which everybody knows oh. is like just regret in a bottle. Exactly. They have this thing called the Tolene, which is Thai red beans and rum combined in a winter warmer inspired by a South American specialty. I don't want to diss that because I've never tried it before. Yeah, yeah. Boston right. baked beans. But if they don't is... serve it, singing it as Dolly Parton's Jolene, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> wow. Wow. Something called a cashew nut and a rice crunch. What? Which just sounds like something your grandma would have. Yeah, that's just that's just a plate of nuts. Yeah. Stuck <laughs> it's together. just a bowl of nuts. It's just a bowl of nuts stuck together. That's it. Then this thing called the Tom and Jerry, which is a hot winter punch. Mm, I don't trust it. You don't trust hot winter punch? No. Mm. Can't drink it if you're a Mormon. I just learned this. Mm. I'm, li- I'm listening to the I'm listening to the last podcast on the last Mormon <laughs> series, and oh, and they're talking. Oh, no, so they were talking about coffee, but apparently it's all hot drinks. You can't have any form of hot drink. That's what? Sad. Are you serious? Tea, no tea, no coffee. You can't even have iced coffee because it used to be hot drink. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have iced tea. Stop it was it. formerly hot drink. Yeah. Wait, 
So what's the so what's the whole belief system? Is that do they believe God's gonna come down and be like, get that hot shit? It's, it's one of their it's, <laughs> it's one of their doctrines. It, you okay? First of all, everyone has to listen to this. There, it's an ongoing thing right now. Um, and there, this is three parts in or whatever. It's okay. amazing. Um, I think it's part caffeine. And someone was saying outside of the podcast, like supplemental thing I saw on a Facebook post, I believe, that uh, that's the reason they make caffeine-free Coke. Oh, yeah. Uh, you were telling me about that. Yeah. Uh, because that's a huge portion of, like, their base. They can sell that, too. Are there really uh, that many Mormons on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, okay. You know what? I've had caffeine-free we were, Coke we before. This is really something I didn't to... mention last time. Oh, yeah. Like, I've had it before, and it is just, like, the boringest drink. <laughs> It's like somebody took everything that's good about Coca-Cola and said, nah, fuck it. Yeah, my grandparents drink it. <laughs> oh, man. They drink caffeine-free Diet Coke. I don't get it. Wow. That because sounds like sadness. Caffeine. Yeah, no, they don't like caffeine. Okay. So, so apparently, like um, I mean, look, there are a lot of Mormons. We almost had, I mean, had Obama not won, Mitt Romney would have been president. Yeah, Mitt that's Romney, true. yeah, that's true. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. Um, and it's not, and, and like they're talking about it, it really is borderline cultish. Yeah. If we have Mormon yeah. listeners, how are you listening to this? I, well, I, no, I, no, I'm no. I'm really don't... curious. But the second <laughs> thing here is, um, so I'm like, first of all, how are you listening to this? Uh, if you disagree, please write in. I am more than happy to hear it. I don't think it's um, even just a disagree, because I, I know some Mormon folks, and it's not that different than everybody else. However... There are some distinct differences. I mean, it's, it's it's kind of akin to the whole thing with the Hasidic uh, Jewish culture where you can't have, like, cheese and meat in the same... I right. totally would have agreed with you before I started listening to this and learned more about their history, and uh, now, like, Scientology. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Well, there you go. <laughs> there we go. I don't know if it's that oh, far, but... Man. I Listen hear what you're saying. It. <laughs> I mean, I want to hear from Mormon. If you're currently a Mormon... Write to us. I I love hearing that stuff. Yeah. If you're an ex-Mormon, definitely, definitely write to us. That sounds awesome. I want to hear it. <laughs> but anyway. So, Back to the Tom and Jerry. So, <laughs> you can't have hot drink. You can't have hot, can't the have hot drink. And Jerry, so, the Tom, Tom and Jerry the... begins with a frothy batter of separately beaten egg whites and yolks folded oh. together oh, okay. and mixed with sugar, vanilla, and warm spices such oh. as cinnamon, nutmeg, and allspice. No. Wouldn't nutmeg and cinnamon be included in the allspice since it's allspice, or is that just no? I don't know what spice. Neither do I. I think it's just allspice. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Keep talking. Cream of tartar is occasionally added to ensure the beaten egg whites maintain their stiff peaks. Oh. When served as a party punch, Big this sweet Sorry. eggy batter <laughs> is often ladled out. Of special Tom and Jerry punch bowls. This sounds like punishment. Okay, no, allspice is, is is cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves. Thank you. Okay. So yeah, yes, it's you're like right. you add cinnamon, it nutmeg, and then more cinnamon and nutmeg and cloves. Right, right. Because well, yeah, you need more spice to kind of fight down the tragedy that is <laughs> that is at the, the all God, the, I hate the white. Cloves. It sounds like you're drinking an unbaked cake. Oh, what? What is the deal with egg based? Drinks? It's yeah, eggnog and stuff, right? It's, it's just cake tartare. That's Ew, all it is. That's that's damn disgusting. Yeah, I don't like eggnog either, by the way. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Not I'm not a fan. Not a fan. No. Nope. Nope. I'll, I'll actually, I'll take glog. Glog? No problem. 
Glug? Glug. Glug. The Danish drink? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is. It's hot wine. Oh, it's a hot drink. It's a hot wine, but it's yeah. like it's got hot all kind drink. of fruit. <laughs> hot drinks, baby. But it's got fruit in it. Right, And it'll right. get you fucked up. And you'll learn things about your family that you never wanted to know. Or, wait. <laughs> Look, no, I, I already know way too much that I don't <laughs> want to know. So. <laughs> all I know is people start getting loose when the glug comes out mm-hmm, at Christmas mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. That and the Kringle? Oh, shit. Oh, man, it's over. Yeah. I don't know what that is either. Kringle is a fat, flat. <laughs> fat, flat. I meant to say flat. It's a flat <laughs> pastry. That's served in like an oval shape, and so it's like a, a, a very like thin dough, um, and it's got sometimes it has nuts in it, sometimes it's got like fruit, fruit in it. Hopefully, you get fruit because the nuts are kind of. Eh. Uh, <laughs> but the blueberry is the best. The blueberry is this is like a part. is this a particular thing like that? Certain is it like specific to families or is it like an actual thing it's, that's it's like a, other it's people? A, it's a Danish tradition. So like yeah, at, I've never heard of at it. Chris at Chris Kringle Market. Uh, here in Chicago, they have it at Daily Plaza every year at Christmas time. It's just like this very uh, Danish Christmas type thing where you can get drinks served out of little tiny boots and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, that's Hot drinks. cool. I'd like to do something like that. Yeah. Hot drinks and boots. Just a quick, just a quick description. Uh, Kringle is a Scandinavian pastry, a Nordic oh. variety oh. of pretzel. Nordic. Pretzels were introduced Ooh. by Roman Catholic monks in the 13th century in Denmark, and from there on, they spread throughout Scandinavia and evolved into several kinds of sweet, salty, or filled pastries, all in the shape of Kringle. So most of oh. the time, the, the Kringle that I've had has all been sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. always delicious and it apparently is. the oh. best one is, is coming out of wisconsin and racine wisconsin there's a place yeah. uh, that serves a very specific kind of kringle and my dad has actually driven there before specifically to get it for christmas and mm-hmm. he's been the hero many times for doing oh. so mm-hmm. that sounds yeah. great yeah mm-hmm. so yeah we um we passed the place actually once and i almost lost my damn mind <laughs> I, I think it's like early on in our relationship well, we, we were married but it was like you know, like one of our Early first couple years. Yeah, like yeah. Like during the shaky times. Yeah, no, no, shaky times. Oh, there, were, there were no shaky times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was moving and shaking. There was no shaky times. Oh, wow. So we, <laughs> okay, all right, maybe. Yeah. He means it. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, so we, we were going to a belly dance uh, show in Wisconsin, and not only did we past several gas stations that uh, advertise having the largest jerky selection in the Good Midwest. Good lord. Good lord. We also passed, uh, I think it was like KO Bakery or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I almost lost my mind and crashed the car because I'm like, oh shit, Kringle. Right. And this is like October. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beginning of October. Hey, like Their that? brains are not even on the Kringle cart yet. I could feel my beard growing out. Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Kringle. Oh my. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never had Kringle. <laughs> we need to fix that. Yeah, we do. We yeah. do. Yeah. It's it's a del- it's a delight. It is quite a treat. So yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about. So we were right. talking about a lot of things. So let's let's close it out with the sandwich so Dee can get back to Verizon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the chicken sandwich from Popeyes. It's definitely a smash. Mm-hmm. Smash hit. You should definitely get this sandwich, but not through nefarious means. Exactly. Please don't. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. No. Yeah. So <laughs> you were saying somebody got stuck up at gunpoint 
because well the 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 server got stuck up at gunpoint. Somebody was also trying to sue. Yes. Because they ran out. Right, right, right. Oh. This guy this guy tried to sue Popeyes because uh for for damages to his car and for all the gas that he wasted <laughs> and the tire the tire damage that he accrued from traveling from location to location to location trying to find this sandwich and never actually getting his hands on it. My. So he's trying to sue for like $10,000. I'm like, gee, come on. You can hire. What are you doing? Hire the Popeye's employee for $10,000. There you go. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this guy's car is worth like $500. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Full-blown lemon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No, ten thousand dollars for 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 damage. Wow! Stop well, what's it. What's funny to me is that's also an absurdly low amount considering you're suing Popeyes. Right. <laughs> right. It, it's both. It's it's a little bit offensive. Like I wonder if Popeyes are like this fucking asshole only thinks we can give up ten grand. He's not going for like a hundred grand. No. Okay. I'm saying Popeyes. Popeyes stock is trading at seventy six nineteen right now. Restaurant Brands International. Wow. Not that I'm keeping an eye on it or anything. Mm. But, you know, the, the market was down period today. So Wait a second. Kind of a Wait a second. Do you own Popeye stock? Is that why we're doing all of this? I, I don't know what you mean. Hmm. Oh, what? oh, okay. No, that... Bimo, no. are you loving your rhinestone collar? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, baby. You know the Popeye's lady? <laughs> yeah, we know her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's my auntie. She's my auntie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such that that bugs me too. Just the fact that there's this like black woman on TV trying to sell you chicken. Oh Talking about my honey mustard ranch chicken strips, Ooh, which sounds God. disgusting. Mm. My my crawdaddy encrusted <laughs> chicken finger. Crawdaddy encrusted something or other. And she starts talking about how good it is. It's like you didn't do shit. Oh my God. You didn't do. Any, you're just some woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Counter counterpoint here. Counterpoint. Would you go there if they had a white lady named Rebecca or Allison or I'm just naming people I'm related to? I'm so sorry, guys. If, you're if, if Rebecca <laughs> can, if Rebecca I can, I literally think the like white names I could think of, and I'm like, wait, I'm this is everyone I'm related to. Susan, oh, I'm sorry. If Susan. Rebecca or Susan can throw down with some chicken, oh, Susan, I'm not related to Susan. There so you if, go. if Susan. <laughs> Not that I know of. Shit, there's so many. Um, if if a Susan was like, oh hi, hi, I've got, <laughs> I've got chicken. Um, we've got chicken fingers. We've got. <laughs> All right. She's like, hey, come down to Popeyes. We've got, we've got lots of chicken. We're, we might be sold out. You know what? Dave's telling me we're sold out now. But you know, we'll get more. We've got, we've got buckets full. <laughs> so, and she's on the TV and she's like offering you honey mustard chicken or whatever the fuck you mentioned. You're going to be like, yup, sold. Exactly. I'm gonna, I'll tell you why. You're not because you don't like Chick-fil-A. I'll so, tell you. So like you're, hold that, on. That's got nothing to do with it. The color, the color of their skin ain't got nothing to do with why I don't like Chick-fil-A. The fact that they don't uh, like. Chick-fil-A doesn't hire black people, so. Yeah, the fact that they uh, don't quite like black folks or, you know, LGBTQ or yeah, yeah. working on Sundays. Yeah. The, the prime chicken day in this country, that's un-American. 
All right, I'm going to go out on the limb and say that. Oh, they meet up for, for with uh, with white evangelicals going. Oh my God, they're closed on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I am bet, just going after. I bet theme park reviews will have something to say about Chick Fil A being closed on Sunday. Oh my God! Oh, how could they? I wanted to have a chicken sandwich before I got on the Big Dipper. Oh my God. Yeah. Seriously. I don't want your chicken sandwich, but you got to be right with the Lord first. <laughs> with the Lord, right. You have to be pure of heart to take on that chicken sandwich. Maybe have it's because they want you. Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> have you? <laughs> Ma'am, I'm, I'm just trying to buy a chicken sandwich. No, but have you? Right. You can't order here until you do. <laughs> okay. Um, stop sprinkling with water. What are you doing? Right. I'm blessing you. I'm just, I, I got to cleanse it out. You know. Well, you know, we ran out of holy water, so this is actually just Sprite, you see. Just yeah. Sprite. This is just flat Sprite. This is flat Sprite. <laughs> it's not even flat. It's still bubbly. It's, it's, still... <laughs> it's the same thing. They just add a little lemon. You know, it's a refresher. So take it a little bit. Oh, no, no, no. The bubbling on your skin is actually just the sin burning off. From... <laughs> that's all it is. That's you that's know, that's from is. hot drink. That's a little that's bit of a hot drink. drink. <laughs> and there it is. We've come back around. Dee, thank you very much for joining us for this ramble. Thank you kindly. This uh, that, has been a joy. Yes. <laughs> that vaguely contained Popeye's yeah. sandwich discussion. Thank you for joining okay. us. okay. We covered it. You can we fast, got it. You can fast forward through this part where you listen. <laughs> Don't you dare fast forward. Oh, no, no, no. I listen to it all. Need these hits. 100%. Need these yeah. hits. <laughs> I was secretly kind of hoping that it would be you guys just like doing the podcast this week because oh, really? then I listened to it. <laughs> like I was like, oh my god, I could listen to the podcast if I like. I don't want to die, but if I'm like <laughs> dead, it, I could I can listen to the podcast. That's cool. <laughs> Hideo Kojima presents Death Adjacent. Yeah. Death Adjacent. <laughs> Guest starring yep. Guillermo del Toro. Of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> and Nathan Fillion as Silent I Snake. I don't know. Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> that, you know, he could pull that off. Yeah, I mean, Kiefer Sutherland did. Nathan Drake. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Still waiting on that. Still waiting on that. Yeah. All it's right, not going to happen. You know why? Because it's just going to be an Indiana Jones movie. That's why they can't. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like, there's nothing they can do without putting a, t- a controller in your hand to make that, you know, new and yeah. fresh. Right. So. Anyway, we're, 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 we're rambling now. We're going to take a soft it's break. Our show. We're going to take a soft <laughs> break and come back, and it'll be just me and Lex, like we used to. <laughs> be cool, good people. Thanks, D. All right, you're welcome. All right. Call you right back. All right. Bye. Hello. Chicken sandwich. What up? Uh, nothing much. <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> yeah so okay we're back microphone sounds right again because i don't have it on surround since it's just me it sounded fine oh good i'm, glad to, I'm glad to last hear that. time same thing it was yeah fine. yeah we'll yep. see we'll see how it sounds in the edit bay which is a fancy word for just me playing around with audacity as usual edit bay the edit bay <laughs> it's like michael bay but not shitty all Thank right. God. I'm sorry. I was taking a swig. Um, okay. So, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Man, you know, I'm drinking that Rockstar Lime. Oh, my God. Still on that vibe, girl. How many cans do you have left? 
Uh, I think I got about twelve. I've I've been pretty Ooh. um I've been pretty moderate with it. Like I only is it drink like them... special recording night thing for you? That's exactly it. It's only okay. it's only on recording nights that I take this because I want to be upbeat and peppy for everybody, and you know slightly less uh, groggy from the day. Yeah, maybe You're I have to drink order some more. more. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I should. But I got a nice supply here right now. Maybe I'll get another yeah. case, uh, depending on how I feel by the end of this one. So I was going to say, you might find something else. Yeah, that's true. Love. That's true. They might finally bring service to my market. I've been looking high and low, gas stations, 7-Elevens, white yeah. hand pantries. They don't have those anymore. So apparently I've been, I've been reading up on it, and apparently that is a problem a lot of people run into, where yeah. it's like, oh, they have it, but it, I've never seen it in cans. Yeah. Like they have my... them at Burger King. Like you can get them on, right. on, the, uh, on the fountain, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it's like that, but um, my 7-Eleven seem to have it right now. That's it, though. Man. Select 7-Elevens. So check your local 7-Elevens if you want to try that surge. Yeah. Yeah, last so. time I got it, I got like four cans of it, and I'm on a break now. <laughs> no, granted, that's like one a week like you with that, you know. Yeah. So I'm not drinking sodas heavily. That I'm doesn't drinking, hurt. That I'm drinking hurt. bubbly. Sparkling water. I'm a sparkling water person now. You know what? We got on the bubbly train, too. And initially, I thought that it didn't taste any different than LaCroix, but it no, actually better. is a little bit more flavorful and a little bit yeah. lighter somehow, too. So It's the most flavorful I've tried. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Um, I'm doing orange tonight. Okay. That's fine. We stick to Strawberry's lime. Strawberry's my favorite. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we, yes. we usually stick to lime, but it's good. I love lime as well. Yeah. Yeah. But Anyway, so I'm on the orange bubbly. It's good. It's like orange soda, but not. You can't go wrong. I yeah. do wonder, though, because I've seen LaCroix Cola on the shelves before. Oh, yeah. And I wonder how that works. Like, is it a sparkling water with a cola taste, or is it just like straight up just like, oh, yeah, we made a cola, and here it is? I would assume it's just we're adding sugar and dyes and stuff to it. Yeah, because it's just. Maybe be- not even dyes. We tried the whole clear cola thing before, eons yeah. ago, you know, as a nation. And we decided, nah, not for us. We want our sludge. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. That's weird. I had a hard, I thought, I always thought that these were like sparkling water. This is me being dumb. But I always thought that they were like diet drinks. Like oh. that they had aspartame and everything in them. But oh, yeah. They're not, so that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um. It's helped me a lot with my, oh, I'm not drinking sodas and stuff, everything. So the That's sugar cool. less life. Do you, um, Although I've adjusted to it. So Do you have a Fitbit at all? No, no. Okay. I find that things like that make me anxious. Huh. I have to be careful about uh, everything health-related and everything that tracks my life too much. Because if I think about even... <laughs> This is everyone's gonna think I'm high. I'm not high, guys. But if I think about like time too much, I freak the fuck out. That's interesting. If I think about so if I think about like health things, I freak out thinking something's wrong with me. So I I have to be I don't weigh myself either. Like I can't I can't do anything like that. Okay. Like unless I go to a doc like go to a doctor situation, obviously you have to get weighed there. (laughs) I don't weigh. I just go. How do I feel? How are my clothes fitting? How am I eating? How am I, you know, everything. So that's all I do. 
Well, I admire also, that. Also, eating disorders run in my family. So. Oh, well, that, that makes sense, too. I mean, yeah, yeah you got to do what works for you. That's the main thing. And if it's not like, you know, oh, your doctor says you have to lose this amount of weight or you have to gain right. this amount of weight, then, right. yeah, then if you feel good, that's what matters. Um, I like to keep track. Like, I find myself more motivated when I gamify stuff like that. So oh, yeah. I do have a Fitbit. And I actually got a new one because um, – there was a Labor Day sale going on, and my mm-hmm. my initial one, I have one of the uh, the Fitbit Charge Twos, and I've been using that for my, um, you know, my uh, marathon type stuff, the five Ks gotcha. that I was doing over the summer. <clears throat> um, that one got beat up pretty bad. The screen was cracked. Uh, yeah. The 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 band was just like completely worn out. It was one of those magnetic bands, and it just wouldn't mm-hmm. grip anymore. So I decided to go ahead and and get one of the uh, the Versas, which is. Not quite to an Apple Watch, but still not as basic as the uh, the Charge Two. In uh, as much as you can like change the watch faces and stuff like that, and I'm still yeah. playing around with that. And yeah, that is a little bit overwhelming already. So I I totally know where you're coming from. So so the gamifying thing, I totally get that. I keep track. I have like I, I send you pictures of it. My journal is obsessive. Yes. Like my <laughs> I, I do track a lot of things i do like so i do keep track of like my working out i know i bike like six to seven miles or whatever because my thing says it um and then like when i'm walking around campus or whatever i do have my phone that tracks mileage like or whatever in the in the health app in the background it tracks how many miles you walked or whatever so it's like okay i, I walked three miles today yeah. and like i log that as exercise if i feel the need to make sure that i'm like exercising but i just can't i can't do like a fitbit i can't do a frequently checking in to that app or whatever because i just get too obsessive and paranoid and you know it's just it's anxiety that's all it is for me yeah no i i totally get you i um i like the idea that this thing is like you know reminding me to walk around every hour or so to stretch and all because i work at a very sedentary job so it's important yeah. to remember to not let time get away from me and remember to get up every now and then and just kind of stretch my legs a little bit. And, you know, uh, they have Mine challenges. Fall and it's like, you've been writing for how, how long now? Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. Like without being checked, I will sit through basically an entire day. Like I can, yeah. I can put my head down and work and that's kind of a detriment too, because it's not like it's doing anything to really advance myself you know i'm just advancing this work that i'm doing it's just i it's it's important to just kind of like take a deep breath just for your mental health your mental stability anyway anyway what i was getting at with the fitbit thing is yeah like you can gamify it in a sense that you can join a weekly competition with people where it's called like the work week hustle or something like that Mm -hmm. and what you'll do is you'll compete against other people to see who can get the most steps within a five-day period and so that type of challenge is, you know, attractive to me. I like that sort of thing. It's kind of cool. Right. Yeah. No, that makes it makes total sense. Like, I, I understand. It, it seems really cool. Like, I I get that. I like that. It's just not something I personally participate in. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Everybody's got their own things. Everybody's got their thing, you know. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, like, it's got, like, this uh, breathing app on there, too. So it, like, helps you time your breaths. Oh, my meditate. God. That is that is a prime example of something that would freak me the fuck out. <laughs> it would do the opposite of what it's intended to do for you. 
Oh, that absolutely. sucks. If oh, I man. believe my heart rate is wrong in the slight, you you know how many times I've thought I'm having a heart attack in my life. Mm. I yeah. mean, you I'm, would hate this thing. You would absolutely I hate would it. Hate it. <laughs> I would absolutely hate it. I know I would hate it. I've played with them in the past. I can't do it. Nope. So oh, no. yeah, I just it's... don't. I just don't do. But yeah, no. You're like it controls. It, it helps you control your breathing. I'm like, <laughs> am I breathing wrong? Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is it for me. You just forget how to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, we've all been there. I can't be hyper aware of anything. <laughs> that's that's how it goes for me. Yeah. So yeah. so we are on the cusp of prime tv once again there have been several things that have come and gone over this summer including glow and the boys i still haven't caught up on glow i'm a couple episodes behind oh okay yeah are you digging the season so far yeah i love it i think i'm just i don't want it to end i think it's that yeah i think mark maron does too good of a job playing mark maron where it's like you just hate him oh yeah i'm not how do I talk about Glow without talking about Glow? Yeah. I, I don't know if I like the direction that they're going with Mark Maron's character. Yeah, yeah. Interests. I find that weird. Yeah, me too. I don't get it. Me I don't. Too. I don't see the chemistry. Um, I feel like I and and it makes sense. Apparently, they were originally going to have Rob Lowe. Oh, that's as, like huh. I think it was on Mark Maron's podcast. They were talking about that. I'm not mistaken. Um, That's interesting. Like they offered it to Roblo and Roblo turned it down. Yeah. And that makes more sense when you think about that storyline. I I don't think it makes sense with Mark Maron. I wonder if they tried to cast Roblo before they cast the guy that plays Bash because they look very similar. Yeah. And and I should I love Mark Maron. He does a great job on that show. Like he exceeds my expectations i actually started listening to his podcast because of glow not you know the other way around so (laughs) i you know i think he's great i just don't think sometimes when you have particularly with television movies and everything television more so than anything you have one thing you're doing that's in your brain and then you cast people and you see chemistry and you see how things are going and you go i don't think that's it (laughs) and a lot of mistakes are made when you dig in your heels like the a good example is the ending of how i met your mother yeah is that you know without getting in details up but like we're digging in our heels we're going with our original idea no your show evolved and changed and you should have evolved and changed with it you know i love how even as far removed as we are from how i met your mother you still guard that nugget with your life yeah, no, no, I'm not saying like the quality of the show. I mean the 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 big like overarching story and the reveal and everything. Like you, you guard that nugget, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of great. It's kind of I mean, cool. people find things later. Like yeah. there, that's a this is a really weird thing of like, oh, people. I was just reading um one of the actresses from the OC, the show The OC. She said people are discovering the show for the first time now. There are teenagers watching the show for the first time. It was on like 15 years ago Uh and they're watching it now. And that's, I mean, that's how it works now. So, you know, but I mean, usually we're like, yeah, it's been on for like five years. Fuck it. 
no spoiler warning here. I mean, if I spoil something and, you know, someone tries to get mad at me for something that was on five years ago, I'll be like, fuck off. Sure. But I'm not going to intentionally try to spoil people. I want to give people fair warning. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. seems like the cool thing to do. So the reason why I was heading down that path is because I actually took a chance uh, now that we're kind of like in the in-between of, you know, the summer shows and the fall premieres, I took a chance on Carnival Row and I really enjoyed it, actually. It was, it was I've watched the first two. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and it wasn't completely grabbing me, but uh, it wasn't bad either. I yeah. That's what I would say. Like it was like, I, I'll say, yeah, the, the first couple of them were just okay. But okay. once that's, that's good to know. once they hit their stride. The character development and the interaction between these various interlocking storylines is masterful. I go on, I go as far as to say, I really like the way that they use, uh, certain, you know, uh, I guess certain types of mythical creatures to kind of represent, uh, things that are happening in, in the real world today, you know? Uh, yeah, I found that incredibly interesting. Yeah. As well. I yeah. liked the world. So I, I anticipated I would return to it, you know, probably soon. For sure. And I can't wait to see what they do with the second season. I mean, they gave away a lot. Like, a, I would say this, like, self-contained. All the mysteries that are, that are presented within the first few episodes, um, they give you a satisfying ending. To that i appreciate that for sure yeah. and you know what i mean especially in today's day of, of, of streaming and everything where shows think that they're guaranteed multiple seasons <laughs> it's like okay we know that this could be our one and done let's especially give you for a, a big budget line. show yeah. like when you're talking about a show like that that's going to cost a lot of money yeah and i feel like the boys did that as well um, yes absolutely yeah. even though they they left with a cliffhanger i feel like they could have left off maybe the last few minutes of that episode and it would have still been like, okay, this is a good ending right here. You know, we've yeah. come this far. This is how it's done. You know, um, I admire shows that do that where they write mm -hmm. themselves into a corner and have to work themselves out of it the next season. Yeah. Uh, I know I've talked about it before, but it's still one of my favorite moments where Mortal Kombat Annihilation just kill oh, off. That is all. not where I expected you to go. I know yeah. because it's such a trash show. It was a bad show, but they had the balls to kill off every major character in their last season, thinking that they might come back and have to figure out a way to resurrect them. Nope, just dead. It was annihilation. That's it. Yeah, that's how it should end. It's fitting. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Carl so World. I definitely need to return to that then. Yeah. Um, I, I will now. Because, I recommend. I mean, it. I I probably would have at some point, but there's more incentive. Yeah, it's a it's a good free really time watching, show. I'm not really watching. I'm not really watching. I'm watching The Crown. Okay. Which is uh the British, you know, I'd seen a couple episodes of that in the past, but I'm like, okay, it's coming back in November. I'm fascinated by this change of cast. Oh. So I don't know if you know this, but so it's all about Queen Elizabeth, which is the current queen, right? Ah, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Queen Elizabeth, current queen. So they had um, Matt Smith was playing her husband, and then they had this actress, Claire Foy, playing the queen. So now they're coming back. but uh -huh. they So they did two years. Now they're coming back, and they're mid – so that was when they were young. Now they're middle-aged. Oh. And they have all new actors playing them. 
and they're going to play them for two years and then or however many seasons. And then they will cast people who are the right age, old age to oh. play. The so they're not aging up the actors, even though they could have easily done that. Yeah, they're recasting them along the way. It's fascinating. That's kind of cool. My only yeah. concern about that is, you know, as shows are want to do, they're going to want to do a, uh, um, a flashback at some point to something important that happened years ago. And unless they use footage from those previous seasons, they're going to have to get those old cast I members back. Like to, I would like to think that they were smart enough to get a better contract with them where it's uh-huh. like, hey, we need you again. Like, we're going to find a way to get you back. <laughs> we need to regenerate Matt Smith. Come on. Come on back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that, so anyway, so I'm, I decided to go back to this show and watch it. So I'm not really watching a lot of, like, there's not really a thing other than, like, okay, I'm watching The Crown. But it's like a dry British show. So yeah. it's not. So I think I'll, I'll go back to Carnival Row. I keep wanting to call it Carnival because there yeah. was that HBO show. Oh, that show was great. Yeah. I never saw but I know yeah. of it. It's great, but um, it is frustrating because it did not get a proper ending, like most HBO so shows. Many, I was going to say, so many shows back then had yeah. that. Yeah. I just, I mean, and it wasn't even just like, oh, I didn't like how it ended. No, it was just like, yeah, this is the end of the season, and we have many hanging plot threads. Basically like a Deadwood, you know? Yeah. But there wasn't enough love for Carnival for them to bring it back, even as a movie, unfortunately. Yeah. So... And it's so far out now that it probably won't ever have that opportunity. Oh, yeah. All the actors look completely different. No <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you can work around that. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so funny. I made that joke about um, Hideo Kojima earlier in the episode, and I just got an email saying, hey, new Death Stranding footage. When does that come out? Man, it is out November 8th. Uh, it's right around the corner. It is. That's Speaking the other thing too. Games. Yes. <laughs> um. What? What? Are, what is it? The game you're playing? Control. You were telling me about control. So I'm, I'm playing Control from Remedy, and I don't know. Okay, just to give you an idea. So Remedy is the same team that's behind um, the Alan Wake game, and they also did uh, what was that? Quantum something or other? Quantum Break. Quantum Break, yeah. yeah. Max Payne, too, of course, but that was way, yeah. way back. But Quantum Break was a really weird game because they filmed real stuff yeah. with the actors, and then they incorporated it. Into- yeah, so that's that's actually not even unique to Quantum Break. They did a little bit of that with Alan Wake, too, back in 2010. Alan Wake was a unique game because it took um, a Twilight Zone type of vibe and really expanded on that. Um, it also had a lot of, like trappings of the Stephen King story too because you're like a writer and you go to this uh this island you know in the mm-hmm. <laughs> like and, a mystery and yeah 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 and then you get wrapped in up wrapped up in this mystery and it's tied into this old tv show and you have to shine light on monsters to make them go away mm. alan wake was uh it was it was ambitious for the time quantum break came and went it was pretty good ah. i i didn't really play too much of it to be honest but i mean what i what i did play of it i really enjoyed now, Control, Control hooked me almost immediately, and I'll tell you why. It gave me the same vibe that I got watching Fringe. And Fringe is a oh, show. Oh, my God, I love Fringe. Absolutely. Oh. Fringe is a show that I Fringe love. Fringe is underrated. Jesus. It's so underrated that I even forget about it sometimes, you know? Yeah, but then you remember, and you're like, God damn, Fringe <laughs> is good. It's so good. And this the game. The White Tulip. Oh, God. 
this game really does give you that same type of vibe. I can't tell you anything about it besides it's got a female protagonist and it's action-packed. I am just speaking of Fringe because I just watched Mindhunter Season 2. Did you ever get into Mindhunter, the Netflix no. show? No, I never got into Okay, that. so that's where they're profiling serial killers. So it's it's like a whole thing. It's like the history of the FBI, but it's also fiction. It's a really great show. It's directed by David Fincher, who did seven uh social network oh like, yeah 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 so or he he's a producer and he directs some of the episodes so they've done two seasons of that but anna torv olivia from fringe yeah is on that show and uh, oh my god i i'm i'm straight up in love with her she's the best <laughs> yeah, she's she was, a big old dyke on that it's awesome <laughs> she was really good on fringe and yeah, um, I was already in love with her from Fringe, but yeah. then it, it just extends into this new show. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> killing me, Anna Torv. You're the best. I anyway, mean, I, don't, con- I don't know how I got there. But anyway. Control scratches that itch. That's what I'm getting at. Um, there's a lot of. Um, this is selling me. If you're going yeah, <laughs> to. But like that is definitely if you want to get me interested, get me like perking up, going fringe. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's um, there's a lot of telekinesis and stuff like that, but it's not like X Men, you know, all in your face. It's 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 a little bit deeper than that. Hmm. Anyway, I'm mostly an done X- with it. An X Men game that's been good, have we? <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, let's let's see if we can get an Avengers one that works first, because uh, that one ain't yeah, looking too hot. Like whoever's making X Men video games, whoever owns that now, we'll we'll help you out. We'll help you out. <laughs> you know, I I still am going to check out Ultimate Alliance, but I haven't really heard much about it. I never got into the other ones. Yeah, I much. loved the first one. The second one was yeah. okay, but the first one was like absolutely fantastic. I've heard the only thing I've heard about that new game three is it three? Yeah. The only thing I've heard about it is, like, it's a game if you like the other ones, you okay. will like that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's that's a hard sell because those other ones are just so <laughs> old at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to, like, get new fans involved at Part 3, which is weird yeah. that they even named it Part 3. They should have just gave it a subtitle because it's got nothing to do with the other two. Or just reboot it all together. Like, I, I don't understand, you yeah. know, like you said, it's been, it's what? two generations of games oh yeah like uh yeah um it's a new dev team it's only on switch and the the character designs are completely different it's just uh yeah they're just trying to get that play similar yeah yeah okay you get get a team of four and you have to manage their powers as you go through a mission so yeah that's pretty fun and I'm looking forward to it. I may wait for it to go on sale, but I've got those credits I gotta use too. Like I have the who was, uh, the, um, who was the the studio that made the new Spider-Man game? Oh, Insomniac. I want them to make an X-Men game or an Avengers game or you, like. Oh. You heard that Sony bought them, right? Wait, what? Yep, Sony owns Insomniac now. Oh. Oh, okay. Which is I good don't know and bad. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So Insomniac for years was just the company that made Ratchet and Clank games, and I love that. I love that series. So yeah. there was nothing wrong with that. Um, but then they branched out and started doing like Sunset Overdrive. And oh, I loved it. That was multi-platform, I believe. At least it was on PC. No, it was an exclusive at first, and then I think they expanded from there. Oh, it was on Xbox. That's what it was. Yep. It was on Xbox One, and then. 
it moved over to uh, Windows. So I guess and I Sony, knew that because that was the first game I played on my Xbox. Right. And Sony yeah. was just like, no, 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 you can't have them. They're ours. And decided to bring them back. Um, they also made those first-person shooters Resistance. I like those a lot. I know those weren't really oh, that yeah. popular. No, I forgot about that. I enjoyed those too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the Ratchet and Clank series alone—that's that's some of the best gaming experience I've ever experiences I've ever had. So much yeah. so that I—that's <laughs> one of those rare times I actually wrote fan mail, and I uh, just sent something to them. I think I sent them like a T-shirt when we were doing GCPD, um, you know, an adult beverage or something like that, and just said, "Hey, look, I really enjoy what you guys do." Uh, cheers and thank you. And mm, they wrote back cool. and everything. They were like, yeah, thanks a lot, man. We work hard on these and you know, it's just, Aww, that's <laughs> sweet. yeah, that's really cool. So I just, I appreciate the detail that they put in those games because they would always connect one to the next and the, they were funny and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, all the way back to control, I do think this is a game you'd enjoy. And when it's I, on sale, you should pick it yeah. up. I think that's going to be the thing for me. Maybe yeah. it'll be like a Black Friday deal or something like that or later this year. But for now, I'm like, I don't know. I'm Because I, I kind of want that new Zelda game that's oh, coming yeah. out at the end of this month. I'm debating that one. <laughs> and then right now I have... Uh, Wait, which which Zelda is this? This isn't the, the, the expansion to Breath of the Wild, is it? No, they're not doing any more expansion no. on that. Well, I don't mean like expansion. I mean this is like the sequel to Breath of the Wild that they No, announced. no, no, no. What is it? Hold on, this let me is, look it up. This is a link to the pa- or uh uh shoot. I think it's from the uh from the previous system, right? Yeah. So this is um the remake of the Game Boy one, right? Uh We're terrible. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Link's Awakening? Link's Awakening. Yeah. Legend that, of Zelda Link's Awakening. It's I, that top down. I, I have an excuse. The first Zelda game I really got into was Breath of the Wild. So Okay, okay. So this is a game near and dear to me because this yeah, is like remake. one of the first Game Boy games that I really seriously got into. Um, and it was amazing just how like dense it was just to okay. be on the Game Boy. Because, you know, playing like Tetris and Super Mario Land and stuff like that, it's like, okay, these are fine. You know, it's good for on the go or whatever. But Nintendo was like, no, no, we want all your free time. And they made Link's Awakening with this whole brand new storyline and a top-down Legend of Zelda. And now they've gone back and made it like kind of chibi looking. And I did that. I I struggle. No, I don't struggle with that. I think that's adorable. I struggle with the top-down because that's such an old style of how video games are like that I even <laughs> talking about ultimate Alliance or whatever, like that, that's it, sometimes that can be a struggle for me. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I probably will get that. That will probably be my next game. But for now, you know, um, control is on my radar now though, but that sells me. Oh yeah. So we got a, um, I actually got a review copy <laughs> of, um, pandemic. Now, this came in under the wire, and I was very happy to see this because, man. I was, too. I love Pandemic. So, have you played – now, when when you say you love Pandemic, are you a person that played the actual board game, or are you a person that's played it on your phone or whatever? (laughs) It's about to get – I'm not saying, like, there's a hierarchy. I'm just asking. Yeah. So, I played it on my phone. Okay. That's that's basically how it goes. Yeah. No, that's fine. A lot of people have. So I've never played the mobile versions. Um, I have only played the board game with my friends 
Uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's always been one of my favorites. Oh. Uh, I like, you know, I liked the strategy. I liked everyone working together, everything like that. So I was definitely, I mean, because it's difficult to get people together. Everyone's got schedules and everything like that. So I was intrigued by this. I've looked at the um, the mobile or iPad or whatever versions for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was intrigued by this. And it's it's pretty damn fun. I just got it this morning. Like, that, you know, our, our copy came through. Yeah. And uh, I've played it quite a bit. Um, <laughs> more than I got things done I to, that I had to get done. Uh, but maybe not as much. It was <laughs> tough to put down, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit. My only I, I really enjoy it. My only criticism is sometimes the buttons are kind of wonky, but like it has touchscreen and every like they've they've done a good job of incorporating it into the switch. Um, and it's just, it's such an addictive game. It's so much fun. You get to choose how many players you take in. You have a minimum of two, but you can add more. Uh, so you can create your team. That's such a interesting strategy. That's what I'm kind of figuring out right now. I'm like, okay, what's the best team? <laughs> like, who are the <laughs> ones that should be together? Yeah. So, uh, thanks to, uh, Z-Man Games and, uh, as, as me? Yes. As D. Yes, Modi for uh, giving us that review copy. So I, I have to be, you know, completely honest. I did get the copy as a review, but it is so much fun, and it's like twenty bucks. I think it's just not bad yeah. for like, what for the fun. It's not like you know, it's not a shooter game or anything. It's a strategy. So if you enjoy board games, if you enjoy strategy games, if you you know, if you're into that, if you like thinking a couple steps ahead. And going through all of that and trying to build the strategy of it, you know, it's it's a really fun game. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that's cool, man. I mean, you know, getting games. (laughs) I'm stuck on that. I mean, that's big. That's really big. That means that, you know, they they see the value in getting Lex Luthor's opinion on this game. That's that's kind of dope. Now yeah. I was like, oh man, now we got to get you Resident Evil Four. <laughs> you did ask. You're like, you had you did, you hadn't played that. Right. Are you sure that you haven't played it? I'm sure I haven't played it. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if you were forgetting because it was such a big game. I was yeah. shocked. It was a big game, but as I mentioned last week, like it first debuted on the GameCube and. I, it got great reviews, but Capcom wasn't happy with the fact that nobody really played it. So they were like, "All right, we got to release this on everything else now, guys." I'm sorry, it's no longer an exclusive. Oh, we're take I didn't this know back. that was. I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. They wanted to make. I guess they had some type of deal at the time, Capcom and, and Nintendo, where they were trying to help uh, bolster the GameCube. So gotcha. Resident Evil Four was exclusive, and then they did a remake of uh, One, I believe, that was very well yeah. received as well. Um, I so, like yeah. to play those older ones too. Like, <laughs> I know that there's, ones, man, they're a trip. I, I know that's why I'm curious about them. But I not as much as four. Four is the one that if I was going to revisit, that's I the one this I would say. Chris's blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Barry, where's Barry? <laughs> like shit. <laughs> what year? What year was that? Oh man, that had to be like ninety four. Yeah. yeah. Wow, we guessed the same exact yeah, year. Yeah, let's, well, let's find out if we're right. It sounds like a 94 type of game, because it was PlayStation yeah. 1. 
So yeah, it's what around if, about that era. What if? <laughs> and I, I'm so old. I remember when PlayStation used to have those long ass boxes that the games came in. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, before the jewel cases, before oh, they were just we're like wrong. Yeah. Oh, we were off by two years. Ninety six. Ninety six. Okay, that's not too bad. Same diff. Yeah. What ifs? Now that I think about it, yeah, I was having high school shenanigans while we were playing that and some. Wait a second. Yeah. No. Okay. Wait. 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 <laughs> Hold on. Hold Speaking up. of re-releases and everything like that, something's okay. popping up here, and it says it was initially conceived as a Super Nintendo game in '93, <laughs> then fully 3D person PlayStation game in '94. Wow. And then third person game <laughs> with pre-rendered backdrops. Wow. So half right. Anyway, yeah, March, sure. March of 96. I can't imagine that on Super Nintendo. Like, I, I would love to see some footage of how it looked running on a Super NES. I'm sure it's out there. But, I mean, that that could have been part of the uh, the deal that Sony and Nintendo used to have when they were trying to develop the uh, the disk drive for Super NES. Or, yeah. no, no, that disk drive was for N64. I'm, I'm all over the place tonight. That's okay. Yeah, but you're familiar with that whole thing, how the PlayStation started out as... I, I was not until you explained it to me. I was like, oh, oh my God, I had no, yeah. I think you might have told me on the podcast, but either way, I know you were the one that told me. Yeah, cool. right. that was so, a fascinating thing. Yeah, I'm old manning that story. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in playing the, uh, the uh, collection on Switch when it comes out. Cause I don't know, man, everything's better on Switch. It just feels, it's, yeah. I don't know. It feels like handheld Switch. Playing AAA games is like living in the future. I, that's you know what's funny is you're <laughs> like this control game is great, man. It's great, and I'm like, fuck, is it on the Switch? Like that—that right, that is right. my that's my thing. Where I'm like, I, I want this to be on the Switch. Yeah. Now so, I, I do have a couple of warnings about this game. So, um, and it's it's a known issue. Remedies addressed it as well. Uh, it does chug, and when I say chug, I mean, hey, remember loading screens? Remember oh. Those? Yeah, yeah, those happen. If you die, it's gonna load for about fifteen seconds, and it it feels like fifteen seconds oh, is a long time until you count it out. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, also, there's this weird thing where it goes down to like ten frames per second when you come out of a pause. So if you're in the oh, middle well, of a firefight, yeah, that's not good timing. I mean, can't they patch a lot of that? By the time they, I get it, they might fix most of that. They will. And that's actually what they said. They were like, look, you know, we're aware of the issues. We're working on making it work better for consoles. However, it's not like flipping a switch. And yeah. that's literally what they said. And I, I, yeah. I'm hopeful that by the time Christmas rolls around or whatever, they will patch it. Because I'll, I'll give this a second playthrough. I'm almost done with it now, and I've struggled through yeah. all that crap. Um, but just so you know, and the listeners know who are, who are thinking of checking it out, too, it apparently works best on Xbox One X because oh, that thing well, is a monster. <laughs> yeah, but if you do, <laughs> if anybody does yeah. and you want to check it out, that's that's the system to get it on. Because I got it on PS4 just because I like the PS controller better, you know, yeah. when when given a choice. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it's just strange. It like surprised me how long the load screens are, but the load screen's kind of funky too, so you don't mind it too much. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I'm i definitely understanding with stuff like that. I know people love to complain about those things, but, they, you know, it happens. It it's, does. You know, uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you with the Switch, man. Yeah. I I love 
the Switch. Me too. Um, and <laughs> I want more. I, and as I'm playing Pandemic on it, because I haven't played it in a while. As I'm playing Pandemic, I'm like, oh, I really love this system. And I should buy more <laughs> games just on it. But, you know, the thing that they have is that a lot of their... Uh, a lot of those big tier games like Zelda, they're they never go down in price. They stay sixty bucks, and so it's like for me, you know, being as cheap as I am, <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'm not playing this one because so I gotta find them gift card deals, homie. I don't understand. It, it's like you winning the Legos. I don't <laughs> understand this thing. I try to let you know now, but it's always like it catches you between like paydays or whatever. So. Yeah, it's just bad timing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Between paydays all the time. That's Look, man. <laughs> anyway. So, um, we got a couple of listener requests of things to uh, discuss tonight. Yeah, yeah. So, John Craig decided to talk again. So, yeah. I guess we can deal with him. All right. So, just to follow up on our friend, Frank's Paul, that I mentioned last week from the podcast Never Tell Me the Pods, who is yeah. a Star Wars super fan. He's called Pranks Paul because his legal name is Priyanko, and Whoop. it's his uh, nickname. So the nicest guy in the world gets saddled with this name Pranks Paul, and you're always like kind of on edge because you're like, oh, shit, there's going to be a false bottom in this cup. No, it's just his nickname. That's it. Mm, okay. So cool. shout out once again to Pranks Paul. Um, I want to talk a little bit about something else he bought up. What was that? The Black Knight thing? Yeah. The Black, Black Knight. Knight yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he wants us to get excited for Black Knight. Yes. In the MCU. Uh, and basically between him and Doctor Strange, we've got some serious magic going on in the MCU with his uh, blade. And he said, Matt or John said a lot of things here. He said a lot of things. He said a lot of things <laughs> as John does. And that's cool. That's I why we it. love him. Yeah. Um, but getting so let me let me clarify this. Um, it's not that I'm not excited for Black Knight. I don't know who this character is, so I yeah. don't have I don't feel one way or another about him. My issue was with the idea of Kit Harrington playing another knight. Yeah. And and or a knight like character. So I don't even I mean, by the time this movie comes out, I'm not like going into it with a negative thing. If all of this, like the stuff you're describing, an Ebon blade, you know, which is like a lightsaber, all that sounds really cool. I can't just say black. I don't know. Can't just say a black blade. It's the Eon Ebon blade. Ebon, yeah. Sure. Um, (laughs) You know, all of these things. I this, you know, it sounds cool. I just, I was. It's weird because I'm almost like I'm still dealing with the Game of Thrones fallout. And I and I feel weirdly protective. I feel bad for these actors and all of the things they had to endure. Um, and I realize some people hear that and like, well, whatever, they got paid X amount, you know, they got this, they got that. I'm like, uh, it's not all about it, that. It's not. It's also not easy to make things in this climate where we all want to tear stuff apart, like you know, hyenas or something. Like we're just ready to devour, destroy shit left and right. It's really difficult to make things in that environment. That's I'm not true. Gonna defend the creators of Game of Thrones because I've I've voiced my issues with them. I'm talking about all of the other people, you know, because because I can criticize those guys. Those guys did a lot of things wrong, 
and the criticism criticism of them is fine. It's all of the other people involved, the actors who are the faces of the thing, you know, and then all of the people that made the sets and the cost. It just it's it breaks my heart. So yeah. it's a little bit of a like almost protective of my little Jon Snow, even though he doesn't need it. He's okay. He's going to be fine. He's going to make <laughs> yeah. lots and lots of money. He's already made lots and lots of money. He'll be just fine. But it, it, I think that's where I was coming from with it. I was like, we got we got to protect him. Well, I'll tell you where I'm coming from with it. He's the character itself, Black Knight, right? Yeah. It's fascinating to me just how backgroundy the dude is. Like, he's always in the fucking background. Like, you've seen this character before, I'm sure. Because when they do... Well, that's just it. He's he's kind of just like over there. So when they do big group shots of the Avengers, and it's like all these various characters that you may not know who the hell they are like i'm sure there's somebody out there riding hard for Star Fox, but yeah yeah you wouldn't know him by sight usually and that's kind of a blessing for an actor though like to go in without expectations that's absolutely true and i think that's a big part of the success behind guardians because these are Mm -hmm. characters that weren't really as beloved as even like even like looking back it's hard to believe but even iron man even captain america these characters are (laughs) <laughs> I don't remember. I I was reading, you know, I started reading comics like around the time the movie started getting into it and everything like that because I had um, a mentor like l- lending me comics, lending me all of these things. So, but I I don't remember Captain America. I don't remember Iron Man being mm. a part of our culture before those movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, even even with Captain America, like his character has been so developed. Since those old cartoons that came out, you know, yeah. in the 60s and 70s and everything, um, even like the cheesiness of his theme song when Captain America swings his mighty shield. It's like, who who made that song? I feel like Stan Lee made it in a bar with all his drinking buddies and they just sat around singing about all these manly men doing manly yeah. man things. But I digress. With Black Knight in particular, he has been a part of... It's like Marvel doesn't even know what to do with him. He's mm-hmm. gonna be—he's gonna be in the Eternals, right? Yeah. He's been an Avenger. He's been on the Defenders. He's been a hero for hire. He's been part of Ultra Force somehow, and yeah. MI13. So it's like he doesn't even really have a home. <laughs> he's just kind yeah. of like—he's the hobo of the Marvel universe. You gotta find a spot for Black Knight, and apparently that's going to be in the Eternals now. Which is what what you're saying is that's the reason why you're slightly skeptical. I'm skeptical, that. but you know what? He's always kind of been that hero that's been shoehorned in. So it's like, okay, fine. Wherever you want to put him, cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know? that works. That's a good yeah. place. It's just I feel like it's a, a shit job for Kit Harrington. <laughs> that's – yeah, that's mainly you know? what I was, was worried about as but well. But it's kind of it's kind of good for Kit too because if the character catches on – they can easily slide him over to Avengers with all of the fanboys complaining because he's been an Avenger. They can slide him over the Netflix if you want a dude riding on a Pegasus or Not a anymore, but yeah. bat-winged horse. or Because, you know, last week I was trying to figure out, does he have like a, a flying machine or a horse? Yes, to both. He has both. Okay. He has both. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like how Wonder Woman can fly and has an invisible jet. You know, there are many yeah. modes of transportation. here. Yeah. Anyway. No, so, so so this is that that's an interesting one. Did, did we have any other viewer stuff? 
Yeah, we did. Teresa actually wrote us. Yeah. yeah. She wanted us to talk about um, astrology. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't know. How do you feel about astrology? Mm. <laughs> I've had people in my life who uh, have been into astrology. Okay. And okay. I have not. It has not been a positive outcome for me, ah, okay. as far as the way I look at it. It's so. interesting. I don't care though. Like I, I'm, I'm like if you if you dig it, cool. Mm-hmm. You know. I think it's 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 fun. Like it can be fun to look at that and see how closely it aligns to your your life and everything like that. But I feel like people that put too much stock yeah. into astrology and how it dictates who you are in life, um, that's that's a problem. Um, because basically, it's it's giving people what they feel is a cheat sheet. You know, mm-hmm. to figuring out what type of person you are instead of just talking to you and getting to know you. So oftentimes, you know, uh, it's, it doesn't happen nearly as much anymore, but people yeah. would ask, okay, yeah, hey, what, what sign are you? And it's like, oh yeah, I'm a cancer. Oh, oh. yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. That was a and, thing for a while. And it would always follow with, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> or, or, yeah, we wouldn't vibe. Like, or whatever. Like, we wouldn't like, get along because, or we would. Like, yeah, I can see that's why. I'm like, well, like, you just automatically know that, okay, cool, I guess. And I mean, I can't think of, uh, I can't help but think of like how many relationships and friendships, uh, didn't kick off because somebody was just like, oh yeah, you're this sign. Mm, okay. I doubt that that many, but who knows? Yeah. No, so I, I actually thought, because she was asking about that, I thought we were the same. We're not, apparently. Right. Yeah, I'm a we're Cancer and you're a Gemini. Apart, like, we're only a couple days apart on our birthday. That's what's weird. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's that whole cusp thing, too. So, like, I'm on the cusp of Gemini or something like that, uh-huh. or you're on the cusp of Cancer or some such. I don't know. So, anyway, my birthday is June 22nd. If anybody want to tell me what that means, I, I guess I'm open to listening. Mine's uh, June 8th. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so yeah. now you have one more tool in your in your toolbox of how to hack into our personal lives. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I mean I I'm skeptical. I, we were talking about earlier. I'm skeptical of most of, of a lot of this stuff. It doesn't mean I don't have belief. It doesn't mean I don't respect other people's beliefs. But I I carry skepticism with this stuff, and that's okay. Like just like I would expect people would be that way with my whatever I'm into. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. As long as you're not a complete jerk about it. I can be no. a, I can be a jerk about it. So hopefully I'm not. <laughs> well, we shit on so many different religions and beliefs this episode, I think we're, you know, covering all our bases here. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll shit on all of it. That's fine. <laughs> I'll shit on all of it. That's what I I'll do. Care. <laughs> yeah. No, I think belief in something is great as long as it encourages you and encourages others. As long as it brings out the best in you, that's all that matters. So exactly. if, if knowing that somehow makes your life better, great, good, that's awesome. Yeah, go be go be kind to others. Take it out in the world. Like I know people who are way too much in the weed, you know. <laughs> Just yeah. People who are way too much in the pot. There's a lot of people that smoke pot and you know do edibles and all that sort of thing, and they do it. For fun, every now and then. You sounded or, so old. They're like, they do edibles. They do the they edibles. They do the edibles. Yes. They have a marijuana cigarette uh, <laughs> every now and then. But then there are people who are just like, you know, they have the, the pot leaf hoodies and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I and say about just, those people? 
What do you say about those people? Don't fuck them. <laughs> it's a mistake. Not today. All right. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Not today. Not today. No, no. So. Yeah, that's not my thing. But no, if it's no. your thing and you're not an asshole, that's good. Yeah, that's fine. Be be you. Do you. <laughs> so. Yeah, you do you, boo. Anyway, yeah, I'm a Gemini. That's, that's <laughs> all I... Okay. Uh, so speaking of people who yeah. are definitely not letting people do them, um, yeah. we. It's <laughs> funny because as we put the show notes together, you and I put two very similar notes in there. Um, yeah, they're just random. I thought what was really funny was the other night I created the show notes and we were both typing at the same time, but we were not communicating with each other at all. No. We were literally <laughs> typing in an app, making notes for the show, but not right. communicating with one another. Right. <laughs> just working. So my story that I put in there was about the straight pride parade that happened over the weekend, which was... I don't want to say hilariously un, uh, under under attended, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty um, pretty lackluster as far as parades go, and uh, pretty shitty as far as rallies go too. I forgot that they were doing this, and yeah, I hopped on Twitter for a second and saw Straight Fire Parade, and I was like, nope, turn it it's, off. Like I uh, check notifications. Okay, leave. People basically wanted to see this train wreck. Like that's that's how it went down. This was a holiday weekend and this parade took place on a Saturday and they couldn't get more than like 50 people out there to do this parade. I so I I'm so upset by so many things that are happening in our country that you'd think that I would be really upset about a straight pride parade. I'm not, I don't yeah. care. It, I, I hey. like, this is literally the bottom of my list of issues right now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't like it. No. Um, I think that it's incredibly ignorant. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think, uh, this, this is just my personal opinion. I don't think they're beyond, um, what is it? interference or education yeah i think it's i think it's mostly ignorance um i'm not saying people need to educate them that's not on you no. you, know, like, you know i'm not saying go go do this and like that's on you you know to fix their shit but mm. i just don't care it's so exhausting and i'm like you know we've got we've got homophobia we've got you know trans people being killed we've got racism sexism all, like sure. we've got all of these things uh you know people being killed for their skin like it, like yeah. there's, you know, that's it's so much bullshit that i'm like i don't care about the guys who wanted to throw a parade because they like doing the thing that majority of our society <laughs> and the world does and see that's that's where it gets incredibly hypocritical as if it wasn't already because they're dumb as fuck. Well, not only that, but this was supposed to be apolitical. That's the way that this whole thing started out. It started out as a joke, and people were like, oh, yeah, you know, how come there's no straight ride parade and all that Nothing. bullshit? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But this was supposed to be crossing party lines and bringing people together as mm. Americans. Guess what? The one and only float that they had was a Trump float. Yeah. And they were screaming things like build the wall in 2020 Trump. So 
Speaking of people you shouldn't fuck. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have much time left to say this. 2019, I, fuck them. But don't I, fuck them. And, and, and I, under, I know you share this sentiment. I feel so bad for straight women sometimes when I see this stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we all have to live in this world, but I'm like, this is your pool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean. My pool is very small and very shallow, but, like, it's not that bad. I would still take it over yours. I share the sentiment in as much as. I feel bad for everyone that has to find a potential partner in this day and age. Oh yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that, like who are in relationships and they're like, I don't understand. How you do. I'm like, I just don't like, <laughs> like life's terrible. I'm going to be alone forever. <laughs> much, much respect to you. Much respect to everybody out there who's looking for somebody and, and, and open to love. I'll say that someone who was open to finding that special someone, because yeah, there's a lot of specialness coming out uh recently that is not the good kind of special no no um no. It's, and it's, well i think it's always been terrible though we just see more of it because we see we have social media and everything well, that's just it yeah once you once you go and find somebody who you admire or you think you could admire it's just a click away you know and it's almost like yeah. due diligence at this point it used to be like oh no that's creepy you're stalking on their facebook but it's almost and, like yeah you know now you kind of want to find out if they're not some like nut job before. And, and this is, right. And this is, this is where I'm going back to. How do you find someone without dating online? Oh yeah. That, that drives me nuts. Cause I don't want to do that. Right. But I also want to find someone. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, this drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the worst. Everything's terrible, but at least I'm not one of these dudes. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, yeah, dude. But what, what warmed my heart about the whole situation is the fact that there were many, many people standing against them during this parade, too, that came yeah. to speak up in a peaceful manner. They came to speak up, speak That's out. That's the part that makes me happy, too, was that yeah. it was completely peaceful. I didn't hear any problems. They were flanked by protesters and police urging them to just move on. So that's good. Cops too. Yeah. That surprises me. I know. <laughs> Given the city and the subject matter. Right, right. But um. It was Boston, correct? It it was Boston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Counter protesters and yeah, just a few uh, a few hundred people saying it's great to be straight. Wonderful, great. Do that. And well, I, I then Matt, I have a question for you. Is it yeah. great to be straight? Sorry. I mean, <laughs> I make jokes about that a lot. <laughs> is it though? Is it? Great? I, 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 I do, and I'm like, no, that's awesome. Like, I, I just want everyone. I like the, the, what's weird about these people being so angry is like they have no idea that I legitimately just want them to be happy, yeah, and to love, and right. to if they want a family, have a family. But I want them to be equal. I want the men and women to be equal. I want their kids to be equal as they go out into the world. I want them to make the same money for the same job. I want them to have everything, you know, every opportunity to be equal, regardless of their skin color, regardless of their nationality. I want them to have access to health care. I want them to have access to 
anything that they need in life because it takes a village to survive everything. It takes a village yeah. to raise children, all of that. So what what's weird to me, you know, when I'm worried about guns, when I'm worried about all like when I'm worried about their kids' education, I genuinely care about their lives and well being. And so the fact that you sit there and mock others, like when you say you're a snowflake, you're this and that for liberal, not even talking about gay, like beyond that, everyone, like who is not, you know, MAGA or whatever, if you're doing that. I know not everyone's doing that, but still, if you're doing that, I'm like, I don't understand. I'm literally trying to help you, not just me. It's not about just helping me. I want to bring everyone up. And you're acting like I'm just trying to push you down. That's not how this is going, you know? Absolutely not. No. That's the thing about love. Love means it means love. Never having things. to say you're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I should make a cut. comic strip about that. Deep cut. Oh if you get it. You get it. If you don't. <laughs> do you do you know what that is? I do. Okay. I was gonna say not I'm gonna, not explaining it. I'm not gonna spoil it. So <laughs> All I'm saying is, what is if that someone was mad. Huh? What? What if someone was mad that we spoiled? How old is that movie now? Fifty years old or something? <laughs> oh, I would love that. Please get mad at yeah. us for spoiling that. Maybe. <laughs> yes, please write in if you're angry about us spoiling. A movie so old that they couldn't say the word cancer. <laughs> it was about cancer and they couldn't say it. That's a damn old movie. She just movie. mysteriously dies. <laughs> that is a very old movie. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it got too heavy. I had to make a cancer joke. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's all about love. And that's, that's, the, that's the thing about it. It's like, okay, so they can say it's about love. But if you're excluding people from that love, that's not love. Yeah, I think that there there's this idea and and someone I did see before I logged out of Twitter, I did see someone say that there were flyers being distributed and they were claiming that they're flyers from LGBT people and it was just so stupid. It was like all straight sex is rape or whatever. And like it was like Boy. nobody made this. Oh my right. god. No. That's either somebody trolling or one person that has some very strong views that I disagree with. I do too. You know? Oh, look at that. We're not radicalized. Oh, no. shit. Wow. Oh, oh God. <laughs> like, there, so, you, just be whoever you are. It doesn't talk matter. It's good. Reason, reason together. This could have been, you know what? The best case scenario from this whole thing would have been if the people uh, could have gotten together and instead of screaming at one another, had a conversation. But that shit ain't gonna happen. That's, I mean, that's always the case, though. That's always that's, the case. That's always the case. It's, you know, how do we, how do we talk to each other? How do we deal with each other? I don't know. I'm I, having deja vu, and I, I realize it's because that was my same uh, solution to uh, Batman versus Superman being a better movie. So they just <laughs> talk to one another. <laughs> If we can't even make Batman and Superman have a discussion, how could we expect the straights and the gays to talk to one another? Your mom's Martha, too? Huh? (laughs) What? Gay people have have moms named Martha, okay? Let's 
just all come Straight together. Straight people have moms named Margaret. Gay people That's have moms. right. Yeah. Wow. Same. Same. Same, right? <laughs> anyway. So yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah, that's 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 my um, white man hatred news. What's yours? Uh, I don't even want to talk about this. No. <laughs> okay, that's I, fair. I'm looking at it. Look, there's a story out there about how men think that it, being an environmental, like caring about the environment, means that you're unmanly or gay, and that's just sexism and homophobia. Holy and shit! You, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's how fucking fragile you are that saving a planet they picking up after yourself is like, not masculine. Then would this study that was apparently this study is a little bit older. Um but yeah, it's like they that is attacking their masculinity in some way to not so they'd rather let the world fucking burn than wow. Anyone think that they're gay or feminine? <sighs> And that is really the core of why we're in the shit we're in. Man. Um, that's a stretch. Because it's that offensive to you for someone to accidentally think you're gay. You're not gay. Accidentally no, man. Get. Just being lazy. That's right. not even <laughs> What or the fuck? If, if you are, or if someone accidentally thinks that you're femi- a more feminine male, you need to evaluate how we're treating people that are those things in our society, which is half plus because wow. there are men who are feminine or embrace femininity who are straight or gay or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, so any of those things, like if you have a problem with those things, you, congratulations, you are a part of toxic masculinity, which is a problem in our culture. You're certainly not alone. Congratulations. Like, we can put you in a... It's, in a, it's literally toxic oh. masculinity because you're... Killing the earth. You've yeah. become a Captain Planet bad guy. Yeah. Because you don't want anybody to think that you have sex with other men. That's fucked up. That's really I, I just, fucked do, up. Do, do, men, do men think that environmentalism is like, you got to go fuck this tree? What? I, no, I don't... That's. Well, I mean, I think it, I'll do. Like, I don't. Uh, does that if mean I, gay? If I pick up this tissue, it means I like men. I guess. Yeah. I don't fucking get it. Really, really fucking, stupid. That like, was like it, an actual study done. That's what's on, crazy. On two fronts. On two fronts, it's fucked up because on the on the on the one hand, it's because like, all right, you don't want to do anything to improve this planet for future yeah. generations that you will sire being a straight man and on the other hand you're equating being gay with a negative thing and being feminine and being feminine as a negative being, thing being women embracing femininity um right. because there's nothing wrong, like we all have masculine and feminine all of these things because it's a part of our culture it's part of our world you know and there's nothing wrong with like it doesn't, you know, you know, we're not, not in a negative way. It doesn't make you trans either. It doesn't make you question, like, it, it doesn't make you any of those things. Like, it doesn't make there's you anything to with do with things. your sexual preference or your, your, or gender. Your, yeah. or your gender. It's got nothing right. to do and, with that. And if it was, like, if that was a, 
a part of you or whatever, like there's plenty of people who would say, well, there's nothing wrong with that either. And if they're not saying that, then that says more about them than anything. You know what, Lex? I don't eat Parmesan cheese because I like women. Okay. Well, we are on two very separate pages there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's just. I don't. I don't. It's it's the it's you, I'm sorry. You actually not like Parmesan cheese? Oh no, I fucking love Parmesan okay, cheese. Because yeah. we're gonna have a fucking fight <laughs> end the podcast. <laughs> you offended my people. I'm done. All right. Oh no, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Okay. Um, I'm also a fan of taking care of the planet, and <laughs> you should be too, because we gotta live here, and your kids gotta live here, and your kids' kids gotta live here. Even beyond all that, everybody should do their part in this world and if you can't man up and do that shit then i don't know what the hell you are but yeah i don't think gay guys are going to automatically want you because you're begrudgingly recycling i don't know that's weird that's a weird thing even if they do okay so even if they do and you're worried that they're going to treat you the way you treat women well then that's a fucking problem because you should be treating women that way Right. Everyone should be respectful, even if they're interested in someone. And if they say they're not interested, cool. Done. End of story. That was a little compliment. And now it's over. And bye. Like, right. don't be a, like it's it just goes back to I, I really think all of it goes back to I treat this. These people like shit. I don't want to be treated like shit. So I don't want to be associated with them. That's crazy. Like, but, that, that's, I mean, that's that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. So I treat women like garbage. Yeah. I treat gay men. I treat trans people. I treat you know lesbians. Uh, all like all of these people like garbage. I don't want to be associated with them. Well, now I know why you didn't want to go down this path. Because yeah, it is a little infuriating. I mean, just the the, the 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 logic, the lack of logic in this. Come on, guys. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I think that that's a big part of why men don't want to be associated with femininity, just specifically speaking about the male-female dynamic. They do not want to be perceived as feminine, not just because it's associated with homosexuality, but because it's demeaning in their (laughs) minds, because then they're a woman and they're lesser. I'll tell you what, it's kind of weird, the the, the lines that we as men draw in order not to be associated with femininity. For instance... Um, pedicures, right? right? Taking care of your feet, making sure they don't stink, making sure they're not rough or anything like that. Any woman would appreciate <laughs> some soft feet to snuggle up with at night. Yeah. But no, you want to have rough man feet. Yeah. Rugged, calloused, nails unclipped. That's just gross, man. Just you know, you know. Yeah. I, I understand. Weird. You can do it yourself. You. Can, Clip your own toenails and stuff like that. And I'm sorry if this is grossing, any, grossing anyone out. It's grossing me out. Move on. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is it's just an odd perception that having nice feet is associated with um, femininity, especially yeah. for the guys out there that like having their toes sucked on. It's so oh, weird. God. Yeah, no, that was too no, far. No, no, no. Too, too far, far, too far. Too far. Gross, gross, too gross. Too okay, backing up the truck. So... Uh, <laughs> Just anyway, certain things that are associated with with being feminine are also things that are associated with good hygiene. Yeah. 
And so for, for men to eschew that sort of thing because they don't want to be considered gay, it just baffles the mind why all these nice guys can't find a woman. <laughs> but I'm the nice yeah. guy. I don't understand, you know, I... <laughs> yeah, it's it's very I mean, it's it's just uh it's that deep rooted sexism, that deep rooted homophobia, that deep rooted I mean a lot of it comes back to sexism, I think. But right. you know, it's all it's all really fucked up. Even Brendan Fraser got a pedicure in Encino Man. You get you a pedicure. <laughs> you are really defending pedicures. I am pro pedicure. That's fine. Good. Yes. In in Ocean's Eleven, when they were recruiting Bernie yeah. Mac, he's sitting in a shop, getting his nails filed down, you know, getting what he, what he called a sports pedicure. If you got to do so that, that's funny. cool. Little <laughs> things like that in movies, I really think they have a huge influence. I love seeing stuff like that because I think yeah. that that breaks down that idea. Because like, look, look, it's Bernie Mac. He's hilarious. He is straight, like, but he's just like, fuck it, no, I'm doing this cool thing. Exactly. Bernie Mac was cool in that regard. I mean, in, in many regards, he was a cool cat. Like, obviously, I've never heard anything bad about him, really. Well, I'll be the first. To, I'll be the first to say in this conversation, anyway. Like, yeah, his comedy definitely has not aged well because yeah, he was just has. really out there. I mean, he was part of that whole Def Comedy Jam movement. He was yeah. on BET Comic View. He came up in Chicago, and they had that hard edge comedy back then. I get yeah. all of that. He was from the old school. So that's how things were. Like, I used to love original Kings of Comedy. Going back and watching it now, yeah, there's a lot of problematic shit in there. But boy, it's hard to put. You can't really put them on. I, I, we've talked about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a whole different I, conversation. I, yeah, but, I struggle but specifically, with on on older things. I'm like, I, yeah, you need yeah. to. I, I, whatever. Yeah, I mean, even prior and those guys like that, they had a certain way about them where it was more about. Um, you can admire how they had the, the crowds in the palm of their hand, if not just yeah. admire the humor itself. So that's a whole different topic. We'll we'll come back to that another time. But with Bernie Mac in particular, yeah, he normalized so many things as far as men taking care of themselves. Like on his show, he was talking about like, you know, <laughs> he there was an episode I remember in particular where he had some of the, the women over from the neighborhood and they were admiring how beautiful his home was and how all the carpet matched the drapes and everything. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. And how like, you know, the furniture worked so well. And he was just like, you know, they were like, oh, your wife must have done so, so such a, uh, you know, a. a in-depth job picking this out and everything like that. You must really appreciate that she did this. He's like, no, 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 I did all this. This is mine. I did all this work. I decorated this yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I like right. that. Right. My, my so, dad is that way, very much. He, um, when he was in college and everything like that, like when he got his sense of style and like how he liked to dress, he yeah. put a lot of effort into that. Um, and, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, some people might have thought I was gay. I didn't care. Like, right. it's just... Who cares? Exactly. I don't he care knows who what he is. he's not, you know, like, and that's fine. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care if you, if you're not sleeping with me, I don't care what you think about me. That's just it. Yeah. You know, that's like, how it should be. it's not, it's not an insult if you think I'm gay. So I'm not going to take no. it that way. That's just how it is. No. And if um, you think it's an insult, you need to reevaluate some stuff in your brain. That's, absolutely. That's just, you know, 
Right. It's not that's, that it's, it's like, oh, it's the, you know, like, that's the worst thing. Like, no, just just become introspective about that. Why are you feeling that way? <laughs> therapy. Therapy that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. That's how I feel about that. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> so I agree. And I vote <laughs> we move on to Wall of Weird because this Wall of Weird is actually hilarious to me. Oh, okay. It's bigotry, but it's hilarious bigotry. Oh, not really bigotry, but like stupidity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Better word. I'm ready for it. So, uh, Catholic school in Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> apparently has banned Harry Potter. Wow. From their library. Wow. I don't know what year this is because we've talked about this in the past. That's what they did in the 90s when those books were coming out. So I have several follow-up questions here that I don't believe are addressed in the article. Okay. Yeah. Did you read this article? I did. I did read the article. Um, Had they heard of Harry Potter before now? Is this new to them? Did did they come from a time capsule of some sort? Okay. This is my best guess. (laughs) That Harry Potter in their school is having a bit of a resurgence, maybe because they have the new Beasts movies and everything like that. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, it was added to Netflix and then a bunch of kids decided to go <laughs> read the books for the first time. So, like, <laughs> Harry Potter was a part of one generation. Now it's it's becoming a next generation thing. So yeah. that's my best guess. I don't know. I'm just guessing that they're seeing a lot of kids reading Harry Potter and they're getting all hot and bothered again. Well, it's it's my turn to cheat on the church now. So I'll say this. Um, as far back as I can remember, hashtag Goodfellas, mm-hmm. um, as far back as I remember, the church was always giving us a hard time about something. And we touched on this a little bit in the past as far as Pokemon goes, as far as Minecraft goes. <laughs> They, the church has tended to um, speak down to things that uh, are in the pop culture that distract you from focusing on God. Um, now, sometimes they'll say it's witchcraft. Sometimes they'll say uh, it, it's because That's what this is particularly. For so, him. yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, because it's wizards and <laughs> warlocks yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and witches. Yeah, I don't want to leave out the witches. But. It's funny because sometimes they'll they'll put that onus on stuff that has nothing to do with uh, witchcraft and wizardry, like Pokemon. Pokemon is, if anything, like scientific and about nature. It promotes evolution. It no. Pro- oh, yeah, that definitely. Yeah, that was a big uh, touchstone. Yeah, uh, I think that's why I don't know about the Catholic Church, but I, I mean other churches. I think the yeah. churches that don't believe in evolution. I think that's why they didn't like it. Well, it was, it was pushing evolution. It was, um, conjuring spirits. Like they always find a way to make an analogy for conjuring spirits. So they had a little, a little like Pokemon and he wears the skull of his mother. Right. That's, right. That's not good. They always, oh, and the ghost Pokemon. Don't even get me started on like Gengar and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's that it's one clown like, Pokemon. He's scary. <laughs> well, we can agree on that. Mr. Mime. It's an abomination. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so there's that. They even tried to, like, take down Beyonce at one point, which still fascinates <laughs> me. Like, oh, yeah, she's part Good of the luck. Illuminati. Like, they – oh, my God. There's, like, this whole video series of how Beyonce and Jay-Z and all these other performers that were popular at the time are part of the Illuminati and working for the devil yeah. and trying to infiltrate pop culture in order to take down Christianity somehow. Did you see ever see the Monster Energy drink? 
video that went around <laughs> just a couple weeks ago. That lady was bad shit. Oh, oh my yeah. god! I think you it said that to Twitter. me. I might have. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was nuts. That was so nuts. Oh my god! It's like if you if you want to connect those dots, they're there for you. But I mean, it's it's crazy just to want to take away some kid's joy because they don't pay attention to you at the dinner table. I don't get that. In the, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is all built on the back of, okay, what I'm teaching them isn't strong enough to overpower yeah. this pop culture thing, so it must be a spirit. It must yeah. be the devil trying to distract them from the, the path that I'm showing them, which is the right path, instead of trying to do this thing with them. I mean, uh, even now, they speak against Pokemon, and you look at things like Pokemon Go, which is encouraging like you know, physical health and getting out into nature and exploring your environment. And and Harry Potter is dealing with friendship and love and family yeah. and the family you choose and at the very least yeah. literacy. It's encouraging yeah, kids exactly. to read these giant tomes, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and find camaraderie and friendship in yeah. uh, every, other every house in Harry Potter yeah. represents a good like good and bad parts of our humanity. Like right. there are great lessons there. Yeah. Yeah. And it does it all without religion. And I think that's kind of where this stems from. It's almost a jealousy. It's not you know? anti-religion, though. Like, like the, I don't no. remember ever reading anything in it that felt like it was against any. It was just kind of like, yeah, this is another world. It's yeah. a world, a part of our world. Like, you know? I would even say intentionally she didn't bring up any type of religion in the books. And, you know, I, of course. I, yeah. Yeah. Folks, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think like any religion came up in I Harry Potter whatsoever. I don't recall it here. Yeah, right. I think it was kind of, you know, because they, you had, you know, there've been either side of it. So Chronicles of Narnia was obviously very Christian. And oh, then you yeah. had his Dark Materials series, which was like, we, I want to have like an atheist version or, an, you know, <laughs> version of that. And I don't remember anything in her. Now, now it's like bug, bugging me. Is there religion in Harry Potter? Yeah, we're going to have to look into that. Like, you know, there's philosophy, obviously. I I, I did a, uh, a yes. seminar with some folks over at DePaul a couple of years ago um, regarding the Harry Potter world. In fact, um, I guess I should just tell folks now, I've been invited back to DePaul to uh, uh, participate in a conference about superheroes and, you know, their role in pop culture and that sort of thing. So I'm excited about that. But, yeah, I mean, just... The fact that so many people can find so much meaning in it, uh, not worship it, but just find a way to look deeper inside themselves. That's interesting to me. So it's, this is just a quick questions and answers thing. Do okay. they have religion? Do the wizards have a uh, religion? It says the witches and wizards in Harry Potter may have their own religious beliefs, but if they do, J.K. Rowling is at pains through her people answering this her books to make sure that such a thing stays strictly private and do not impinge upon the story i love it so yeah i i think that's fun like there's 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 room for that there's room for others that want to explore like other books want to really explore particular religions and whatnot that's great too you know yeah yeah Um, but yeah i i remember it being the same way kind of apolitical But I just find it hilarious of, like, what year is it? Because I remember this happening when I was a kid, when those books first came out. They were banning them and being like, (laughs) they're Satan, they're the occult, they're this, they're that. I'm like, 
You're just making kids want to read them more. Right. It's, I was going to say this is the second time I'm, I'm mentioning this today. It's the Streisand effect. The more that you tell people not to pay attention to something, the more they're going to want to find out about it. Wait, what does that have to do with Streisand? So the Streisand effect, um, Barbara Streisand had a picture of her home pop up on the Internet a long time ago. Okay. Um, she made it a point to let folks know that she was not happy about that because she didn't want any photographic evidence of her home or where she's at, you know, to keep the, you know, ravenous fans away. Right. People share the photo more. Of course. Once, of course. she made it. A, okay. That makes sense. Because she made it a thing. So yeah, these news stories came out and of course, some of these news stories featured the photo of her home. So because she made it a point to talk about it, it spread like wildfire. Same thing happened gotcha. with Beyonce. Again, with Beyonce. Uh, after her Super Bowl performance. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. Unflattering pictures <laughs> that people were, were posting around. Just, you know, her mid-move or something right, like that. Right. And it was just a normal human being would make these faces and these poses. But her publicist, apparently, or I think maybe that was a whole gag or something like that. Uh, that somebody on her team didn't want those pictures circulating, so right. it became a meme, uh, and they would get passed that. around. I didn't know the strice, or when you say the strice and effect thing, it sounds familiar. So I must have heard it in the past, but I didn't remember it. <laughs> and here we are again, talking about Barbara Streisand's home. Gosh, yep. that old chestnut <laughs> can make a whole series of episodes about oh, Barbara yeah. Streisand. Oh yeah. That's another podcast. If you guys want that podcast, let us know. Because uh, I don't really know anything about Barbara Streisand, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about her. Um, Married to James Brolin. That's my that's my info. Is she that's all I got. Josh Brolin's mom? No. He had... Okay. No, okay. he had... My cat just walked in the room is sneezing frantically. Oh, no. It's hilarious. Uh, no, no, she's not. To okay. my knowledge, I don't think so. I think she's the step-parent. I think they that was like a second marriage for both. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like um, how uh, Kurt Russell is not uh, – God, what's her name? Goldie Hawn's daughter, Kate Hudson. And, like, he's not her father, but, like, kind of is – like adopted so they only had one biological child together they've been together uh, for years but they it's basically like an adopted parent i see okay yeah, yeah. james uh, josh brolin's mom uh is named uh jane cameron ag okay yeah yeah, yeah that's what so. i was thinking that they were the he wasn't he's been married to barbara streisand for years but like oh yeah not their kid together right Right, right. So Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, they're same sort of situation, although they did have biologically one child together. And he's going to be <laughs> in the new Falcon and Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier which we talked yeah. about. He looks just like his dad, but he's super blonde. It's weird. <laughs> like if you if you look at him and then you look at pictures of the thing, like you're like, holy shit. It's like him reincarnated as a blonde. It's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so... Graphic Novel Challenge? Graphic Novel Challenge. So, uh, what you read this week, Lex? Uh, I, I, I try to get into the boys. I'm not really into the comic as much yeah. as the show, which you you said would probably be the case. Uh, so, I'm still in Why the Last Man. I'm getting ready to go into the volume two. So. Cool. 
Cool. And I'm enjoying it just as much as when I originally read it. And I don't cool. remember much, so it makes me happy. Well, I am reading Deadly Class uh, by Rick Remender and Wesley I think Craig. I read that. It's a TV show as well on sci-fi. No, at least I, um, I, it I was. think I read the the comic years a couple years back. Okay. Not like all of it, but like a a couple issues maybe. Hmm. Um, I believe it's still. Oh no, it's been officially canceled. So wow. <laughs> the show, or the comic. <clears throat> no, the show. The okay. show's been canceled. It was uh, announced canceled June twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. I was just trying oh, to geez. see. Uh, so there's one good season out with 10 episodes, if you want to check that out. Cool. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting book. I'm going to read volume two before I make my final like review of it. How many volumes I, are there? I think they're up to eight now, or at least sure. eight's about to come out. So okay. yeah, 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 it's been around for a while. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. It's an image book, right? It is. Bu- 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 I believe it is, but I just want to be sure. Yeah, that's fine. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Image Comics. Okay, yep. cool. Yeah, Image has, there's so much, I think there's a lot of room in that company to make beautiful things. I, I don't yeah. know. They seem to be doing it right. I've talked about this in the past with you. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, but I think that their whole business model is genius. Like, how cheap they make the first volume. It's usually $10. Like, you can pick up an Image graphic novel to get started on a series. And then after that, it's usually like 15 per volume. Yeah. It's yeah, much so. more reasonable. You know, everything else from Marvel and uh, DC and these other companies are like, you know, 20 plus dollars per book. That's rough. Yeah. I mean, I know I've been on this Ghostbusters kick lately, too, uh, as far as the comics go. And mm-hmm. I've been um, the Ghostbusters book crosses over with the TMNT book mm-hmm. as well at some point. So I've been dipping a toe into the TMNT stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, problem is. IDW and their reprints, I have a hard time finding them. Like, mm, I can see, I read the first two volumes on Comixology. That yeah. was no, no sweat whatsoever. Uh, however, they have these beautiful hardcovers that came out, uh, three volumes collecting the Ghostbuster stories in chronological order, in the proper reading order. I wanted to find yeah, those to put them so on you, my shelf. You want to get them, they're super overpriced. Super overpriced. Yeah. And so I reached out to IDW, they basically laughed at me. Image keeps stuff in print. Yeah, they do. Like, I know, um, I think they learned their lesson uh, from Walking Dead, because that first phone book-sized omnibus they had, I know that mm-hmm. was very hard to come across. Yeah. Um, but since they had that shortage... I've seen that on the shelf like nonstop. Yeah. And it, not for not for lack of, of, of anyone wanting it either. It's just been available. Yeah. To they people. they do so, a great job. Um Yeah. It, it, Even on I, Comicsology. On Comicsology, the first volume of basically every single title they publish is available on Unlimited. So you yeah. can read it for free. Yeah, and I don't even expect them to do that. I, I have much less of a problem with the graphic novels even being priced the exact same digital versus physical when you're pricing the physical copies so reasonably. So even if they were charging $10 for volume one of saga, I would still say that's a hell of a deal, you know, for digital copy. I mean, because Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I just think they, they give you a lot of bang for your buck basically. Definitely. Definitely. So shout out to image. Um, they don't pay us, but if they want to give us some money, that's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. We just love, (laughs) Love the product. You can give us comics. You can give us money. Whatever. Comics, money. Yeah. Both. We're down. <laughs> 
Cool. So, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, I read an actual book. Oh, right. okay. Um, Recursion by Blake Crouch. It's a uh, oh man. So you know how you hate that that um, Groundhog Day type stuff? Yeah. This will destroy you. Like it is seriously, seriously involved with some tricky storytelling mm. regarding people. Okay, so basically the the crux of the story is is that. Uh, you know, without giving away the, the important story beats, uh, there's, there's a, a method that people discover to travel back to revisit memories. But instead of just visiting the memory and, and seeing it clearly, you're actually going back to that point in your life and living your life from that point on. Oh, cool. Yeah. Except. <laughs> it, it does get to the point where there's a lot of like crossing over and you know double crossing and all kind of interesting things. It's 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 a very complicated book, but I made huh. it, and I'm excited to tell you that I did enjoy it. And uh, it's the second in a series. The first one uh, escapes me right now, but uh, Blake Crouch is the writer. He's also the guy that wrote Wayward Pines. Oh yeah, so, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, I never saw I, the show or anything. I think that's his like seminal work or his his most yeah. you know, popular work or whatever. But that's uh cool. yeah, it was good. It was good. Oh, yeah. it's a sequel to a book called Dark Matter. That's right. Oh, so you read you read it without knowing it was a sequel? No, no, no. I, I read Dark Matter, but it's oh, been a okay. while. Gotcha. So I forgot the name of the book in particular because that was like during the year that I was trying to read like tons of different uh, <laughs> novels. Uh, just to kind of like increase my my backlog because I yeah, I realize in conversation you. with people it sucks when folks are talking about books like oh have you read this and it's like no I haven't I don't really get a chance to read fiction like that so I give up I, on that because there's so many books and people have such specific things that they like that yeah. I don't really go oh I've read that or I have like I'm just like yeah you know everyone. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, if, if someone is trying to tell you about a book that they really enjoyed, that's an opportunity for them to sell you on it and to yeah. kind of like get you on board with that excitement and not shame you for, you know, not reading. Oh, that book. yeah, for sure. But it got to a point where it was like, you know, I was being told about all these great books and I didn't have anything to bring to the table. So I started like reaching out and doing my own research. Gotcha. And I found a couple of gems. I mean, that was the year that I read uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, uh, Between the World and Me for the mm-hmm. first time. And I really enjoyed that. I don't think I've told anybody about that book that hasn't been moved by it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those situations almost like the movie Precious where you, you are moved by it, but you don't really enjoy it. You don't want to say you enjoyed it, but... It was it was well done. It was well yeah. produced. Yeah. Yeah, so, it was anyway. very well done. Yeah. So I, I recommend uh, this book. Uh, Dark Matter's great. Wayward Pines is a trip too. Uh, if you've seen the show, it's nothing like the show. Uh, <laughs> but it's yeah, he's I, I enjoy his work. He's good. Blake Crouch. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna make a quick little recommendation here because I just read about this, and I think this is such a great idea. And you can look into it yourself, but and hopefully no one will ever need this. But unfortunately, you know the world we live in. Sometimes you do, um, so you can keep this in mind if you need to look into it. Uh, so basically, this woman who dealt with domestic uh, violence, she was a survivor. Uh, she created an app. It's not an app you install, but it's like a cloud service online type of thing. 
Um, and it, even when you go on the website, it has like a button you can quickly press and it'll take you to Google so that huh. if someone, you know, is looking at your phone or, or your computer, you can quickly get out of it and it's a escape. Um, she's basically trying to help other victims of domestic violence to document everything that's happening along the way to help them bring charges in the future. So it's called Victim's Voice. Um, and it, you can read more about it. Um, uh, a mighty girl, which is a great site. If you're on Facebook, you can follow them. Uh, they basically were talking about this app that was created and how it's going to help so many women who are unfortunately, and people in general who are in these situations, but statistically a lot of women. Um, and I just, I think it's such a great idea. Um, they even have like, you like you can find ways to help pay for the service and everything like that because there is a fee mm. for the service but like there's you can donate to it. it it's a whole thing so i hope you never need it if you're listening but it's always good to to have resources so it's called victim's voice um if you think you need it you know you might need to look into it uh, or if you know someone that is in a situation that you're unsure of, you can let them know about it. So yeah. I just think it's a great, you know, I, I didn't want to bring down the show with it, but I just felt like I wanted to share after I read it. I was like, this is um, a really great thing that someone's putting out into the world. And we don't always acknowledge that. So it's a really unfortunate subject. It's a really sad thing that happens. It's a thing we don't like to talk about, but it does happen. And there's someone out there who lived through it and is trying to help others get out of it. And that is inspiring. And, you know, uh, it's a great thing to have and to know about and to be able to tell others about. Well, thank you for sharing that, Lex. I yeah. Mean, I know you said that's not usually how we how we uh, operate, but I feel like that's kind of what our show is for as well oh yeah share it, that sort of information so yeah if something comes up like I, it's not like oh i don't feel like i can share it i, I definitely feel like i do like you yeah. know we talked about we talk about heavy things and light things all the time but it's just i was i was so impressed by because I, I played around with the website and everything too i was just looking into it and i was like this is incredible what they've done yeah. um to try to keep things safe and secure and like so someone can't go through your phone and know that you were using it and it's just a a really well designed and well thought out and things that i was thinking of i'm like okay what about credit card bills what about this and, that? and like they have an answer for everything and i was like oh my god they have wow. lived through this or the woman who created lived through this and everyone's helping her live through it and it, it broke my heart but it also made me feel um very hopeful and very yeah. good knowing that there's someone out there who's looking out for people who are in difficult situations like that. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, it's a great, uh, great thing you can read into. Um, even if you're not like, you don't have the situation where you need it or you don't know someone who needs it or you don't think you know someone who needs it, whatever, just look into it. Cause it, it's just a really impressive concept. Um, I love seeing, creation of technology for things that we need in our society to make th the world a better place. It's called a mighty girl. 
No, no, no. A Mighty Girl is the website that wrote about it. It's called Victim's Voice. Okay. All yeah. right. So we'll, we'll put the links everywhere for people yeah. to yeah, yeah. check it out. It's, uh, yeah, it's just Victim's Voice, one, one thing. That's the website. So okay. A Mighty Girl is who wrote the article. I was just saying I really like them. Like, gotcha. I write about things. So, yeah, it's called, it's victimsvoice.app. Like, type okay. it into your, your search if you Google or whatever. If you need to, and then they have like a quick escape button. So if you get in a situation where you need to close it, you know, I don't know why porn sites don't have that. That'd be a good idea. Some do, some do. <laughs> that definitely. does surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like um, some websites, uh, just to change it up a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. Some websites do have that. Uh, the boss is coming button or something like that. Not <laughs> not just porn sites, but little, like. Gaming sites and that yeah. sort of thing. I think, uh, oh my god, what was that? Evil, evilavatar.com used to have something like that, I think. That's funny. Where it would just turn into a spreadsheet or something like oh, that. Oh, you know? yeah. I remember a website doing that. I don't remember what website it was, though. Yeah, yeah. So Evil, Evil Avatar was like a gaming website, but it gotcha. was done like in a forum style by the fans. And, uh, Archie and I used to check that out all the time <laughs> at work, but, um, they they imploded and there was some type of like fissure between the editors and it just got too that sucks. drama mama so we had to leave and go back to IGN like all everybody else yeah <laughs> yeah it's hard to get outside of that yeah yeah so anyway, uh, hopefully that's a, that's a resource that like I said hope you don't need it but I I just at the very least I wanted to um you know shine a light on a really great thing that someone's doing with yeah. tech and all this stuff. So, yeah. Cool. And that's, so, this is a long one. Yeah. But Lord. we talked about a lot of good stuff. We did. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get a chance to talk about Robert Pattinson, but that's okay. We can talk about that next week. It's yeah. not, it's not breaking news. It's just, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it was just some, it was just him talking about putting on the bat suit and stuff. And I, I just like his outlook on things. That's cool. He seems like he's got his head on straight for it. Like he's not super worried. He went through Twilight. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he's like, nah, all right, it's not going to be as bad as that. He also pointed out something interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess we're kind of covering it, but here we go. It, it, he just quickly he he pointed out how paparazzi apparently is not as bad anymore because of Instagram. Oh. Celebrities have direct access to people, and people don't give a shit about paparazzi photos anymore so they're <laughs> well, not really buying them the way they used to which i think is awesome that is kind of good honestly because you got people making their career on just taking pictures of you yeah. um and not by consent you yeah. know uh, it, it's weird that that the relation between celebrity and paparazzi is always strange it's foreign to me i've never i've never been through it obviously but it's foreign to me in in as much as there's certain levels of respect that the the better ones have for celebrities versus like a TMZ. But I feel like that's even degraded because TMZ, you see video of them all the time getting in people's faces, asking them questions. TMZ that... also does like really horrible, invasive, like when people die. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, I remember the stuff with Heath Ledger when he died. Like, they, you they, know were, they were about... taking pictures of them bringing the body out and stuff, and I was Ugh. like, this site is garbage. What That's the... trash. Oh, like... no, I remember the worst one that I saw, I uh -huh. think was was TMZ, but I could be wrong about this, was um, 
this actor, Jonathan Reese Myers, he did uh, a couple of things. If you saw him, you'd probably recognize him. He was on the show The Tudors. Yeah. Um, his mother died, and wow. they took pictures of him weeping at her funeral and were posting them online. And I That's was like, up. are you fucking kidding me right now? This is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. It was right. horrible. So more recently, you, I mean, you know how I feel about Kevin Hart. I'm not yeah. a fan. But even I respect the fact that he deserves a certain level of privacy Absolutely. going through what he went through. He, he just got in a bad car accident, like, uh, you know, a huge uh, crash that basically has made him unable to walk at this point. And, yeah. uh, yeah. So what? they, uh, on the news this morning on like, uh, I want to say ABC, there was a paparazzi that came up to his wife on her way into the hospital to ask oh. how he was doing. And I mean, they were trying to be like hushed and respectful, but there's no way to be respectful while you're harassing a woman who obviously doesn't want to be bothered when she has on her dark sunglasses and is holding her Starbucks in one hand. Uh. And another drink, supposedly for her husband that she's going to see in the hospital. Like, that's just tacky. It's tacky and it's disrespectful. And I don't care who it is. They don't deserve that. No, I I completely agree. Uh, He's not a politician. He's not anybody that's holding public office that's that's preventing people from getting uh, their basic human rights. Even then, there's decency. Like, that's not decent, you know? Yeah, there's a line, but it's like even then you can understand like the passion of the people trying to make themselves heard to get government to perform their duties. I get that. There's a case that can be made for that. But harassing Kevin Hart's wife I, while she's going I saw to visit. Some shit in response to Kevin Hart's accident where it was like, well, he's a homophobe. He's this, he's that. I'm like, fuck off. He, that's, that's such nonsense. I'm sorry. Like, are you kidding me? Are you really that shitty of a person that you're like, but what about the... I'm like, come on, man. Be cool. Right. Would you want him, like, if he, let's say he was that homophobic, which he apologized for that. It was old jokes. It wasn't cool, but we just talked about aging things. Would you want someone to be like, well, they were gay, so who cares? Like, they got into this terrible car accident. No, because that's fucking terrible. Right. Like, I know it's not the exact same thing. But be cool, like, you know, be respectful. It's a human being. It's a person. Yeah. Be cool. <laughs> Which leads us into our catchphrase. <laughs> be, be cool, you dickheads. Is that be cool. <laughs> that's our new, that's Everyone our new slogan. Everyone listening to this show is cool. That's the, yeah. that's the funny part. It's like, oh, y'all, yeah. y'all are cool. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, y'all ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jock Jams 2019. Uh, okay. I'm now tired. that's You're what I call, tired I'm tired too. too. Can you yeah. tell? Yeah. Let's, 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 let's hit it then. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you patrons. You're awesome. You yes. support us. Um, Folks, if you want to be a patron, check out LexaMattPod.com. We've got a lot of stuff going on over there, as always. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us earlier to, to my, my lovely wife, Dolores Peters. Um, and thank you guys for listening. I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Bye.